again. Murderer. Okay, kill the wasps. All right, and with that note, we now have lights of sorts. Yay! Yay. Yay. Like, no, don't get killed. And then Paul's like, what if he gets stung? And I'm like, oh no, what if he gets stung? So I brought him inside, and he was still pissed. What is WLHN? That is, we live here now. Oh, nice. Really funny how it came about. We, uh, we were doing Alicia's engagement photos, and uh, we we kept on saying, "Oh my God, we live here now!" Because that's the thing that Chris and Sarah keep doing because they're really excited. Hey, hey, you do it too. Don't don't just say it's just Chris and Sarah. Yeah, you guys get really excited. No, but so we were taking these pictures, and Ravi goes, "We look hella nice," and it stuck. We were really excited. Well, because we we just started abbreviating it to WLHN, and then Ravi was like, So now it means both. And it's pretty happy making. And we do look hella nice, all of us. True. <laughs> True. Okay, so. Do you know what Alicia's shirt size is? I have no idea. No. Okay. All right, so Amanda. Mm-hmm. What happened last time on Dungeons and Dragons? So, we started out where there's a package under the door and Calamity found it because nobody else rolled high enough. Mm-hmm. And it was chapter four of the book um, that Conmore sent me. She read it and she dealt with that on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talked about plans for the day. Uh, Ranger wanted to go to the meeting. We were given an entire day before that. Uh, so we decided we were going to dress up as sailors and go to the Watson Harbor. But then there was a tremor and we were like, okay, that's weird. And then I got home and decided to go for a walk completely unrelated. <laughs> but very loudly told to everyone else that I was going for a walk. Um, so we all ended up leaving um, the, uh, the inn. And then we wander over in different spurts to the Wanton Harbor, uh, where we find Veritas alone. Drinking, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were alone at that point in time. Um, we found out nothing there, and we wander over to the cracked mug, and then there's a huge dwarf party, and Narasana decides that she's going to leave and go uh, to, what, the Crimson Mug? Wait. Crim- yeah. Uh, no, the, no, the Harper and Goblet. Goblet. Harper, yeah. yeah. The Harper and Goblet. <clears throat> and then on our way there, she gets attacked. And then we're inside the craft mug, and we get attacked. And fighting ensues. Um, and we eventually kill both of the, uh, what were they? Dow? Dow. I couldn't read my handwriting. We kill both of the Dow. Um, but Veritas gets plane shifted, banished? Plane shifted. And we lose him forever for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and so we decided we got to figure out what's going on. So Narasana and Lambie don't visit Miri, if out here. And that was not very helpful, but he advised us to get out of the city. And at the same time, Rainer goes to the resistance meeting and decides that he's going to join the resistance and stay in the city as Luther's leading it. And he's going to work with Nyx and kill Icebelt, maybe some others. And Makes a lot of vague promises. <laughs> um, and then we find out Veritas is actually in uh, this world's sort of heaven realm, which uh, which I have written down, which can only be good. <laughs> <laughs> and 
then that's the end of what I have. Uh, I think you 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 um skipped past just a little a little something in there. What? Uh, when you used Circle of Death. The the dozen people you murdered didn't. <laughs> Weirdly, didn't stick in my head. <laughs> uh, you also guys also you yeah. Know you know about it. What? <laughs> and yeah, you guys talked to um. Miri about where Veracast was. Yeah, right. that's what I said. Yeah, so. And have I, 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 I seem to remember that I've already left the resistance meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I forgot something, so I'll have to, I'll have to use the stone trick to leave a message. Uh, well, no, you can, I mean, it's not like, it, you hadn't actually left left, but is there, what is it you wanted to do? Well, I wanted to ask, um, oh, I can't remember his name already. Luther? Luther about, um, we were planning to rescue some prisoners from the castle, so mm. I thought we might be able to coordinate those act- activities. Can we even do that now? Um, no, because we needed Veracast. We needed Veracast. He was the main part of that plan. Oh, that's right. I'm important. <laughs> <laughs> Luther does tell you that he'll 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 do some he'll do some looking into it. Yeah, if we can if we can find our buddy the cleric, then. Then we can uh, we can actually do our plan. <laughs> Alright. Um Okay, well, it is the eighth of reaping. Yay! Veracas. Hi. You're standing you're standing um you're standing uh on the on the in the tree uh, at the base of Mount Celestia, home of Soleri, the goddess of light and sun. Uh huh. <laughs> and an angel is descending towards you. Okay. Uh, kind of coming in from the direction of the mountain. <clears throat> oh! Oh no! Yes. <laughs> share with the group. Share with the group, Shanzi. Well, no, is. I mean, his buddy became an angel last time he saw him. That <laughs> uh, wasn't the last time he saw him. Locked in a dungeon somewhere. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's, that's right. Well, it was the last time he saw him, wasn't it? Well, you scryed him. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, like, face-to-face. Oh, yeah, last time face-to-face, for sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Shit. What? <laughs> 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 um... I, I, I am, I am confident my friends are going to rescue me any second now. <laughs> By the way, did you, um, you didn't erase like your your hit points and stuff? I know I told everyone else they could. Nope. Okay, good, good. Still at forty HP. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, it's getting closer. Fast back in potion. <laughs> yeah, you got time. I think I actually drank all of my potions during the. No. Oh no. Uh, yes, actually, I did. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. So let me give you a potion. Um. <laughs> I got nothing. Left line. <laughs> you got left line, right? 
I do have left lion. And the bag of fuzzy, fuzzy, cute, cute. That's also true. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll just think it's like a... A giant skillet or whatever you pull out of it and be like, oh well. I mean, maybe he just wants to talk. (laughs) (laughs) That was a wonderful face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does it does it appear to be approaching me with malintent? Um, you want to spend time to roll an insight check? I, I would love to. Do exactly that. Or see if it has a weapon in its hands? Uh, that's, that's a 24 insight. Um, it appears to be beelining straight forward you, and it has a giant golden mace in its hand. <laughs> Shit. Um, I am going to... Uh, I, where? That's still, okay. Now, it's still like a ways off. It's still like a good six or 700 feet up in the air, but it is descending rather quickly towards you. I will... Do the woods get thicker from here? Um, or, like, it's going into the woods going towards the mountain or away from the mountain? Uh, the woods are going towards the mountain. Bad. Um, uh, do you, you take stock of your, of your surroundings. You see the sort of golden plains that you were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and off in the distance you see a it looks to be a giant ocean. There are floating cities... or floating uh, fortresses made of... What looks to be porcelain or white stone, kind of scattered off in the air. Um, but you also notice. Uh, roll me a perception check. You also notice you're fucked. Uh, six. <laughs> oh no. Um, there is like there does appear to be like something down by the beach that you can't quite put your you can't quite make out with your kind of rushed. Um, mm-hmm examination of it, but it's definitely something darker. doesn't appear to be made like a, a f- one of those floating water fortresses. And how far away is that? Uh, it's... The beach uh, is probably five or six hundred feet from where you're at. Okay. Uh, I will... I will bravely run to the beach. Bravely run away, away. Alright, so you drop from the tree... Um, well, I was up in a tree. I was just under. A yeah, tree. he was under the tree. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So you you start rolling, bolting from uh, from the tree. Roll me a. Um... Ooh, would this be a chase? Perhaps so. <laughs> Do I need to pull up the chase rules? It's always a great day when I can pull up the chase rules. <laughs> Don't gloat, Chris. It's unattractive. Gloating. <laughs> I'm just excited. Gloating. Gosh, you guys don't know what gloating is. The real gloating is yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> Give me just a second here. After Veritas is still forever. No. All right, roll me. Um, uh, will probably bring you back again. Roll me a Constitution check. Oh, this is not going to go well. Fifteen. All right. You start running. Uh, the angel adjusts its course. Uh, <laughs> Kind of no longer descending, but sort of like flying along behind you as you as you hustle for the ocean. Um, uh, as you run, you notice um, strange little balls of light kind of 
flying in, like, it seems like from the ocean past you towards the mountain. Um, roll me a religion check. Yeah. I know what those are. 26? Uh, you, you recognize those as lantern archons. Oh. Okay. So, good so- <laughs> Good, good souls that uh, come to this plane and attempt to um, make it to the pinnacle of Mount Celestial, which only the most good and most just can do. Uh, this is sort of the form they take as they as they prepare to enter the mountain. That's fine. Sure, I ignore them and continue running for the beach. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. You run and run. Uh, for. <laughs> Yeah, yes, Shanzi. You have yeah, no. uh, looking for the mind chase rules. Great adventures, dungeon settlements, urban encounters. There we go. Chases at two fifty two. Alright. Uh, as you run towards the meadow, um, you notice that the dark str- the dark thing that you saw near the beach is actually looks like it looks like some sort of um, house. Like a big almost mansion esque house. Um, it's construction very different from everything else in this plane. Okay. I, I run to the front door. Alright, you're still a ways away. Uh, okay. Am I within 300 feet? Of the, uh, <coughs> of the house? Yes. Uh, after a minute, uh, you are. The angel, though, is getting is much closer. Uh, you can... I the door to the front door. Alright. Isn't it nice to drive uh, All right, you're at, the, uh, you're at the front door of this strange, strange house on the on the shore of this ocean. Hello, hello, anyone at home? The angel lands sixty feet behind you as you frantically pound on the door. I try the door. Is it open? Uh, it is locked. <clears throat> In heaven. <laughs> 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 the angel stops ten feet from behind you. It says, in a, "It says, do you speak celestial?" Uh, I don't. It says something in celestial. You get the idea that you are being judged. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> we just met. It raises its mace. No J or Big J. Judgment. Little J. Um, roll this roll initiative. All right. Fun times. Eight. <laughs> One second. I gotta grab my dice. A frail old man is about to get smashed. <laughs> A frail old damaged man. Hello, I'm old and I've made so many mistakes. Alright. The angel, the angel, uh, unsurprisingly, goes first. All right, it steps forward and raises its magical mace high. 
Yep. Uh, what's your AC? 21. All right. It goes in, lines up the shot, and right as it's about to swing in, you hear the door open and a voice behind you say, Stop this nonsense! The angel pauses for a second, and, so, and the voice behind you says, I claim this one. I look over my shoulder? Um, standing next, standing in the doorway um, is an old man uh, wearing a uh, very tattered and dirty robe. Is it open or closed? It's closed. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. Yes, he claims me. <laughs> the angel says something in celestial and and uh, the person behind you says something back. You get the idea that they're having some sort of discussion about your fate. Finally, the, the uh, angel says something vaguely threatening that you, you gather from the tone and then mm-hmm. flies up into the air. Did it sound a little Austrian? Yeah. <laughs> Veracast takes a deep breath, lets it out, then turns around and says, Good sir, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is Veracast. Um, how may I ever repay your, um, your, your help in getting me out of this tight spot? Hmm. He, he says, uh, he, he says, you have the air of evil about you. How come you to Lunia? Uh, I was sent here by a tow. Ah, the old, the old plane shift trick. Yeah, that one. He says, well, sounds like you owe me your life now. Mm, possibly. Why don't you come on in? I'll fix you some tea. Ooh, I love tea. He gestures into his into his structure and says, come on, then. I follow him in. All right. The door shuts. Meanwhile, back in the material plane, <laughs> it is the eighth of reaping. Uh, Calamity... Um, you and uh, Narasthana and Varangram all wake up in the wary scoundrel. Okay. You've received no further gnomes, Calamity. Of course. <sighs> um, but Rangram, you have received one. Oh! How nice. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I'll give it to you over text message since I've been doing that for everyone else too. <laughs> no, I mean you can you can just tell me if it's not. I'll just write it down. I'll write it down on here. All right. 
Alright, so you get your gnome. Alright, so uh, what is it you all, you lot, would like to do today? <clears throat> I am going to ask Rain Realm how the meeting went. Did we not talk about this yet? I'm sorry. Not yet. No, I haven't. I think it, it, it went very well. I think they're they're um, aggressive in, in what they're planning on doing, and it seems like they're they're acting for a good cause. Um, Luther is leading the group. Luther is the halfling leader from Warrencar. I have a very they. You I don't think you ever actually met him. No, I don't think anyone actually. Yeah, but you told yeah. us. About yeah. yeah, he's the one who told you where your aunt was. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and also, I'll be working with Nix. If you remember, she was the one that stole the visibility cloak and lady and gave it eventually to Lady Dark. Oh, you mean so. the one who had money in an Ebonwood box? So you decided to try to kill her. I didn't try to kill her. I was gonna grab her so she didn't. I was gonna grab her so she didn't run away. I remember this so differently than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked by that. I really no. am. But we're cool. She... So, are they just doing like small resistance, or is there like something big that they're gonna need our help with? Um, just you know, I just little things for now. I think that um, I'll be working with Nix on a on a couple of projects. I mean, we have something kind of important to do before you start with that stuff. Well, there's we have no information about where where to find her or how to find her. Do we know? Mary told us that it seemed like he was plane shifted, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we have a couple of leads, a couple of options. And also, you you tried scrying him, and yeah, he's either dead or not on this plane. So, and did we tell um, the high priestess of Morad yet? Not yet. We need to go talk to her. We sent her a letter. You did send her a letter. Yes. We should go chat with her. So, barring her having any other ideas so far, what we have is there's somebody east. Mary said that we could go talk to. Yeah. A couple of women. Uh huh. A couple of women, like yeah. in East Hill. Yeah, there, yeah. Can it's I? The, it's the witches. They're a sauna. We told us we agreed we weren't going to tell them until we got close. Yeah, there's no way. Come my on. Voice, my voice goes cold and. We can kill them when we come back from Green Bear That worked so well last time. We got one of them. Alright, so the only reason that Mary pointed out that this might work is that we gave the leader witch the opening she needed to take over. So, she kind of owes us in a little small way? I I don't... Given my past experiences with them, anything you try to do will will come to ruin with with those two. <clears throat> really, you're just going to automatically assume that? Like, we do yes. have to get Veracast back <laughs> somehow. Well, I'm sure there are other ways to try and find him. We should see what you know his boss has to say before we yeah. go herring off into the wilderness well, I mean, to, to deal with a couple of untrustworthy witches. Assuming they don't just try to kill us. We can find out where he is. Fairly easily. It's getting to it, which is the trouble, and getting to it, which is what the witches can help us do. I think 
finding out where he is is pretty difficult too. I thought that was the harder part. It'd be easy to find somebody who can plane shift, right? I have a scroll of contact of their planes. If we can find out where he is, we can at least talk to him. But we have no idea. I mean, how many planes are there? Talk to him? Huh? That's a good question. Or do we just need to know him to talk to him? Uh, let me check. Oh, do you think it'll work if, even if we don't know what plane he's on? Maybe. Well, that'd be convenient. <laughs> Yeah, it would really sidestep a lot of the adventures I had set up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Chris, you don't know the fun of using a contact of the Yeah, spell. I'm reading it now. Oh, There's a 10% chance you go insane. Oh, right. Oh, well, okay. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and actually, it's not a 10% chance. It's You have to make a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. Oh, what what page is this on? Oh, I'm not good at those. Two twenty six. Okay, maybe that won't be our first. Yeah, you take <laughs> on, a, on a failure. You take sixty six psychic damage and are insane until you finish a long rest. <laughs> okay, so that's. While insane, you can't take actions, can't understand what other creatures say, can't read, and speak only in gibberish. I mean, ask me. That sounds like really fun to roleplay. <laughs> I mean, this has to kind of be Rangram's decision because he's the smartest one, didn't he? He has the most intelligence, yes. Well, but it's, I mean, it's a Calamity Scroll, so mm-hmm. unless she lets me use it. It's uh, it's up to her. I think we need to oh, talk. now here's the other rub. You uh-huh. can ask the entity up to five questions. Yeah. All of which the DM yeah. gets to answer with one word. Or, in this case, I'd let Matt answer with one word. One word. Ugh. Do we know this? Um, roll me an arcana check. I can't test my dice first and then decide this one I want to do. <laughs> Ooh, natural 20. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I was testing, so... Uh, oh, that's a four! Oh. <laughs> Wait, why didn't you count the first roll? Why didn't you roll it twice? Didn't you get it? I should have tested it. You rolled it. You rolled it. Test roll. Okay, I'm picking the test roll. 24. <laughs> All right, yeah, you know... you know, I re- So, you know that you know that the spell... Um, you know that... Um, that the spell could let you contact Farrakas, um, but he would only be able to respond with one-word answers, and there's a good chance that whoever casts it instead will just go insane. And maybe die. Okay, so plan B. <laughs> oh. Plan A, let's go talk to What's-Her-Face. Also, it's a you never remember her name? Jasmine yes. Panel? Panel. And then, um, Chris, mine... My message, that's at night? Yes, this, this evening, yes. Okay. All right. So, um, the three of you are going to Jasmine's? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we lost your martyr again. Mm-hmm. You need to get, like, one of those leashes that they put your small children on. Yep. <laughs> A little harness. <laughs> Him and Rangram both. Yeah. 
Hell no. All right. There's the one who keeps dying. So you, uh, are you going to walk there? Are you going to fly there? What's your plan? Ride our horses? Ride right over. Okay. Yeah. Is that cool? Yep. So a couple hours later, you are standing in front of the Temple of Morad. Um, Amanda, could you give me some Kit Kats? Yeah, sure. Uh, reach out. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, do you just... Do you just uh, so there, there are still guards posted outside the front. As you guys I call. mean, they know us. Yeah, they know you. <laughs> Doesn't mean they like you. <laughs> they like her, and we're with her. I'm yeah. Yeah. Well, as you as as, as calamity approaches, they they uh, uncross their uh, uncross their weapons and let you guys into the temple. I hang back sheepishly. I flip my hair. Is it okay? <laughs> I flip my hair back and forth. I flip my hair back. I slap it out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, you come in. Uh, one of the uh, one of the acolytes leads you up to Jasmine's office. Jasmine's uh, sitting inside and says, "Come in." Hey. So it's just uh, it's just calamity in there, Astana, right? Rangram, you're you hung back. Oh well, no, I was. I'm just behind them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just, with them. just clarifying. All right, so uh, she gestures to some seats in front of her her, her desk. How's she looking? <laughs> Exhausted. Uh, she looking pissed. <laughs> Roll me an insight check. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I tested these dice. Uh, Ten. I got an eight. I th- I think um I think I think the best word to describe her emotional state is vexed. <laughs> I mean, we've had worse. Yeah. yeah. From her too. <laughs> she says, "Have you found him yet?" No. No. We don't really know how. She says, the best we can determine that he's not on this plane of existence. Yeah. Yeah. I asked Morad for assistance this morning and it was not granted. Yeah. What else can we do? Is is there anyone that's an expert on, I don't know, the behavior of Tao that might be able to give us a an idea of what this thing had done to him? If you were to put your intelligence on a scale between 0 and 20, <laughs> where would you put it? She says, I, she says, I don't know. I, where, where do you put yours? 14. <laughs> I mean, we don't actually think that those Dow just decided to attack us out of nowhere, right? Someone sent them. Probably, but no. She says, yeah. it depends. Have you visited the pl- uh, the the plane of Earth Elementals recently? No. Then nope. somebody probably sent them after you. 
Do we know that would talk to Earth Elementals? She says, uh, she says, well, a very, very powerful wizard could spend an hour surfing through the astral planes, she says, but the astral plane is vast, infinite in size, she says. Finding, finding, um, finding Varric has to be very difficult. She says you would need to find a diviner, a powerful diviner. She says, she says, we've tried everything in our Ballywick to find him and have come up, we've unfortunately come up short. She says, moving between the planes is not an easy process. And finding a one person in the vast expanse of the cosmos, that's even harder. How would you know how to find a diviner? She says, reputation. She says, talk to the wizards. <laughs> well, I assume I'm not going to go out and ask people, do you know a diviner? Like, what kind of reputation am I looking for? Well, someone who's a, a wizard who's very powerful, who's a um, specialist in divination. That's yeah. one of the schools. I have a related question, Jasmine. Um, how wealthy is the trick to Morad? Why? Because uh, our party funds are kind of on it. <laughs> and I feel like we need them in order to try to get people to help us with Veracast. <laughs> what? You don't have any money? We got money. We have a little bit. Not a whole lot. Veracast is the party funds. We're not rich anymore, but we're also not pauper. Yeah, but we're going to need to be rich to get people to do this for us. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We haven't bribed a little thing. We had an eyeball for Ring Rev. How expensive that was? How expensive was it? Pretty funny expensive. I, I can look it up, but... It was only yeah. like 2,500 gold, wasn't it? <laughs> How much money do you have, Nirasana? I've got that. <laughs> I'm not more than that, though. That was an eyeball, not a martyr. While you guys, while you guys argue this out, uh, Jasmine just starts... Look, re- reading through some notes, writing stuff down, just going about her work. But so we might need a loan. I'm not gonna. Know what you want for your murder? I I just want it noted that I'm not loaning any money from the Church of Morad. I'm good. She says, "How much money? How much? How much money would you require?" We we have no way of answering that yet, calamity. Can we wire you if we need it? Western Romeo. Morad. Romeo, if we need it. She, um... She says, well, get you out of my office and looking for Veracast. <laughs> yeah. She pulls out a, 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 a parchment and writes something on it and, uh... <laughs> and then uh, pulls out a, a wax seal... And melts some wax on it, stamps it on there, folds it in thirds, and hands it to you. She says, if you take this to any Morad temple, she says, and request funds, they'll give it to you. Within reason. I put it in my bag holding. And she says, and this is a loan from the church, not a, not, not alms. Do you understand? Oh, yeah, natural, naturally. <laughs> she says, 
She says, you're the dark mistress, so. <laughs> so between one and 20. <clears throat> yeah. If I, had to, if I had to estimate, I would say like a 16. <laughs> okay, thanks. And I leave. And she says, <laughs> bye. Uh, I, I, hang <laughs> I hang back for just a second. I want to ask her about the witches in the forest over near East Hill. If she's heard of them by reputation. Yeah, she has. Do could they do what you could they divine where he is? Do you think? She thinks about it for, thoughtfully for a second. She says, "I think they could." She says, "She says hags are natural diviners." She's, Any suggestions on going about that without dying or getting her eyeballs plucked out? She says, "Be careful." She says, "Make sure you, make sure you, try to think of the most twisted interpretation of the price that they are asking of you, and assume that is what they mean." Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Larissa. Do you have any questions? Larissa's not here. Oh, she, what? She wasn't with us in the. No, she never yeah. came home last night. Oh, she never came home last night. We pissed her off, didn't we? Did we? She's out serial killing. Yeah. <laughs> we pissed her, somebody pissed her off at the, the bar the other day, and she left and said, fuck you guys, right? right. Isn't that what happened? She didn't say fuck you guys. But, nah. She was pissed because she didn't get to go to the meeting, to the resistance meeting. So she, oh, right. She went off and joined a drinking contest with a dwarf. Probably just being late. It's fine. <laughs> Well, no, we're going to talk about where Yeah, I, we should stop at a gnome office. All right. All right, so you guys leave the temple? Yep. All right. Um, what do you, what do you gnome? Um, I'm going to gnome uh, Chani and Foxglove. And just give them a kind of a breakdown of the situation. You know, the Church of Virtus is at war with the crown, and mm-hmm. um, there's an army coming to the city. Veracast has been sent to another plane. Um, I've accidentally joined the resistance. Accidentally. Non humans are being killed in the city. And uh, what's the other? If, there's, if they know of any. Um, of any way that, or of anyone that that might have information on extra planar travel, I'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are some long gnomes. Yeah, type it up. Send it. Send it to me, so okay. I don't forget. <laughs> Can um, I send you a bullet list? Yeah, send me a bullet list. Okay. Rafunzi's. While he's doing that, I'm gonna find an alleyway and take the feather. From my toy that I made for Kyle, mm-hmm. and asked uh, Nurse Donna for whatever it was again that she took, and uh, <laughs> she tried to appease him. Contact, try to contact Valkyrie and the Prescient again. 
to be burying those things in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, just, we just have to say his name. We don't have to do all that stuff. We just yeah, have to- he liked it the first time. It might make him more likely to come. <laughs> but it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Like too. making people look like asses. Yeah. Now you're, uh, okay, so you're like in a, there's not much grass in the area, so you you actually go like find yourself a little yeah. grassy park type thing. Yeah. All right, uh, you put. So how do you how, tell me how you say his name? Valheron. You just do you just start, depress you. Do you just start shouting it in the air or? Firmly I, say Valheron the Prescient. Yes. Little help, dude. Like, <laughs> like, you what if you're summoning something? Yeah. That's how I it. All right. Uh, you say it, look around. Nothing. Okay, I say it, and I do an interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to see what exactly you're talking about. <laughs> I kind of, like, this is all I can come up with at the moment. <laughs> Narasana standing next to you, Valtrin just says, She looks like an idiot. Oh, hi. <laughs> How's he smelling? Better again? He smells better. Good. Hey, buddy. He says, You you summoned Valtrin the prescient. Of course we did. You know a lot of stuff, and we need to ask you questions. He says, I knew you would ask that. That's why they call me Valtrin the prescient. Can you guess what our next question is going to be? He says, if I told you, you would just change it. So just tell me what it is. Actually, I could totally see us doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we lost our Veracast. Have you looked under the rug? Yeah, oddly. Not there. Yeah. Behind the yeah. sofa, maybe. Oh, boy. I don't have a sofa. I, I pinch the bridge of my nose and say he was sent to another plane by a Dow. Oh, well, that's a horse of a different color, isn't it? Yeah. Stone genie of a different color. But you know about uh, plane shifting people? Ah, he says that's uh, oh, it's a very taxing process. It's not something taken lightly. He says, what do you know about finding people who have been plane shifted? Oh, uh, that's a little tougher. He says, uh, he says, scrying won't work, not from this plane. No. He says, now, clerics can ask their gods sort of questions like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Already been tried. He says, they didn't, uh, he says, uh, well, fiddlesticks. Um, you could try, you could try taking a bunch of drugs and maybe you'll dream his location. Plan C. No. No, plan B, maybe. Yeah, plan B. Or if we could find Baba Yaga. Yeah, do you know where Baba Gorkaira is? Baba Gorkaira could definitely tell you. Any idea where she is? Let me, uh... Let me, let me reach out with my mind and see if... See if she's open to this. He says... Tell right. her there's lots of goat food in it for her. He says, I don't know if you, uh... I remember me telling you, but her and I had a little bit of a, a falling out. Yeah, maybe say it's not for you when you're reaching out to the <clears throat> She says, uh, 
She found out about my dalliances with the Lizard Queen, and well, it was all downhill from there. Uh, That'll teach you the well, We did kind of advise you against it, didn't we? Yeah, probably. So that should make us higher in her esteem? <laughs> oh, he, uh, he, sits, he, he sits down in midair, floats there, closing his eyes for a second. Uh, those of you standing near him feel a slight warmth emanate from his body as he apparently casts some sort of spell. And he sits there awkwardly for what seems like far too long. One minute, then two minutes, and then five minutes. I hope this means it's working. Then ten minutes. Did you fall asleep? Huh? What? He says, no, I didn't fall asleep. I was just resting my eyes. Uh-huh. How's Baba? He says, she'll see you. Really? He says, yes. Uh, he says, she's uh, in Palafor, down in Paraclase. What? Uh, uh, he says, it's to the south of here. Um, Palafort? Palafort. Four, F-O-R. Yeah. She says, it's on the um, other side of the Iron Hills from here. We've been there, right? No. The Iron Hills? Yeah, you've been to the Iron Hills. Yeah. That's where you came out of the Shadowfell. Yeah. Whoa. I thought Paraclase was to the south. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that was southeast. Hmm. Here, let me see if I can pull up my Maparoo. I'll show you. He says, yeah, if you go down the east wall and just go right over the border, hey, you'll have no problem at all. All you have to do is pay some pay some tariffs and some border crossing fees. Port City? No, no, it's inland. It's port? In- oh, okay. I don't suppose you know of any teleportation circles there. Mm-hmm. He says, pass on that question. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, I wouldn't Expect the information for free. He says, of course I know some teleportation circles down there, but if I told you them, I wouldn't be buddies with those people anymore. That's fair. He says, you just, teleportation circles, man. You can't just you can't just go flying into them higgledy-piggledy. Well, usually you'd like to plan ahead if you're going to go visit a strange teleportation circle, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to just go randomly doing that stuff. You never know where you'll end up. <laughs> he says, maybe, maybe you'll end up in the Underdark with your brooding father. You never know. I wish I, wish I could gif what you're doing right now. <laughs> the fuckles dance. He says, here, here's Palafor. You're here in Carthel. Yep. He goes south to Palafor. That looks like it'd take a long time. If we if we get there, and how can, is there a way that you know of that we can find her in the city? He says, no, she's immune to most divination magic. She'll probably find us. She'll find you. Eat us. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's that or see the witches. He says, oh, the witches, uh, the ones uh, in the eastern forest. 
Well, says, we're not doing that. He says, they are a lot closer. Are they more reasonable, in your opinion? He says, hey, as long as you don't make an idiotic bargain with them without thinking about it. Huh. <laughs> I wonder what that's like, Rangram. I... I do my little... <laughs> I do her little fuck you dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often I get my own back. <laughs> so quickly. Well. Is Barrett has to prepare place? No, he's from Lorraine. He's oh, from, yeah. He's from up north, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Lorraine, you're right. I mean, we can take the river as close to how far as we can. Well, we've also got to keep in mind, we're helping Tannel out, too. We can ask her if there's a teleportation circle we could take through Morad as well. That seems... <clears throat> I mean, we've been doing that shit all over the place. Why yeah. not keep going? Yeah. <clears throat> You don't happen to know anyone with a teleportation circle of Paraclise who is a devout Morad follower, do you? <laughs> he says, well, they have a... He says, they do have some large temples down there. He says, I'm sure they have them. Mm. He, says, he says, Palafor is like the third biggest city in Paraclase, so... Hmm. I mean, Beth Jasmine? She's probably missing <laughs> us already. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know of any other experts in extraplanar travel in in town in Carthal? In town, in town. <laughs> we might as well check here. First. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, there's a guy. I just, I just laugh because I can see it on Chris's face. Ha! In town, suckers. He says, well, actually, there is one in Carthal. He says, there's Jovian the multidimensional. What? Sounds full of shit. He says, but I don't know which version of Carthal he's in right now. Oh, this one or the one in some other plane? Yeah, he says, hold on. He sits down cross-legged in midair again and closes his What's eyes. What's his name? Jovian the Multidimensional. <laughs> this is a very well-fleshed-out character. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I kind of want to meet him. <laughs> Yeah, there's one second. I'll be right back. And he disappears and puff of smoke. As opposed to Bill the Trite. <laughs> Can you spell his name for me? J-O-V-I-A-N. T-H-E-M-U-L-T. <laughs> 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 you dance again. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know... If we had waited till I get my next spell, I would have plane shift. If you had waited before you got plane shifted. <laughs> so we're victim blaming now. <laughs> but calamity, plane shift to where? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. where. Anyone would be like, where it has, where it has. Our plane shift one, back. One new plane every day. <laughs> How many planes are there? Like, a, aren't a, there a lot? A large number. There's the elemental planes, um, the one, the planes that are like. There's the Feywild, the Shadowfell, the elemental planes. 
then there, the outer the outer planes, the astral sea, the inner the planes of positive and negative energy. It's a lot of planes. <clears throat> um, Valthorn pops back in, quick as he came. Hey, he says, "I sorry, I just went to Jovian's place. He's uh, he doesn't appear to be in this plane right now." <sighs> okay. He says, "But if you're if you're interested, I'll introduce you the next time I see him." Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like a interesting character. I mean, any idea when you'll see him again? <laughs> he says probably in the past and the future, I'd imagine. What? I'm just not seeing him in the present. Right. Of course. He says, you gotta stop thinking so three-dimensionally, Narastana. Sure. He says, well, look, if it... If, but it, uh, Anyway, he says... Anyway, uh... He says, I'm, anyway, I gotta let you go. He says, I'm kind of shepherding these new new people to the adventuring life and, you know. <laughs> Lying to them to get them to do your bidding? Maybe I've learned a lesson or two from you assholes. You don't know. <laughs> Before he goes, he gave us detailed instructions of where we can go to get Boba Gurkai, right? He says, she's near She's near Palafor. She'll find you if you visit okay. What, what was, um, sorry, I was in the bathroom. What happened with Jovian? Uh, he's not home. He's not around. He's not in this dimension at the moment. Please leave a message and he'll get back to you when he returns to the material plane. Yep. We can always, always contact him using the contact on the plane. <laughs> Why? I got contact Barakas and find out exactly where he is. Don't we know we, we can't can do that? contact Barakas afterwards and remind him. So do. I'm going to head back in and go talk to Jasmine again. All right. That's right. We're outside the Temple of Morad. <laughs> you, guys, you guys take a short walk back to the Temple of Morad. The guards <laughs> look increasingly exasperated as they let you. I waved to them. Acolyte lets you go to the office. Door shuts. Jasmine's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you happen to know where any... If uh, the Temple of Morad in California, California Heraclius has a teleportation circle in it, that would be essential to helping us find Heraclius as quickly as possible. She says, he's, but he's, he's not in Palafor. He's not even on this plane of existence. Yeah, somebody there is going to send us to him. You know what? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Just so happy to be rid of us. <laughs> Let us know and tell them we're coming and we'll get out of your hair. Uh, uh, she uh, your, she gestures to one of the acolytes. She says, bring the blindfolds. Um, oh, you're going to send us there without telling me what the address is. That sucks. And I can't, I can't leave right now. I've got something to do tonight. What? What? I told you, there was... It's a little more important that we find Veracast. I gave my word that I'd help. Tell them to put it off! <laughs> okay, wait. What, what time is it in-game? Uh, it's still morning. It's like maybe 11 a.m. All right, so Jasmine, with your permission, I can send Rangram back 
through to Morad? Would that be all right? If we don't get done with our errand by the time his meeting is coming around? She says, yes. She says, despite my better judgment, she says, I will give you, since you seem to use it as you will anyway, she says, I'll let you learn the sigils of the teleportation at this circle at this temple. Well, I already know them. You do? Because he told, because Veracast can't teleport. She knows this. No, she had, she put a, a, a wordy password on to get there from his temple. But it's not from Veracast's temple. I know. We've teleported to that. We've been teleporting before. here. Yeah. Yes. Know. Yeah, she assumed that you were teleporting yes, from your temple. Oh. What? that I was just doing the mango. Yeah. Yes. So wait, rewind. Do I know that she made that assumption? Probably not. You do now. You do now. <laughs> she says, well, then you know how to get back. And Veracast and I will have to have a strong word when he gets back. Well, you can't do that without telling us how to get there. So good. Jesus Christ. If it makes you feel better, I'm sure he's not having any fun wherever he got sent. <laughs> Cut to. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very just by thank you. <laughs> it's a very cast dance party. All right, so um, Jasmine, Jasmine leads you to the teleportation circle and has you all blindfolded. More at. <laughs> I never want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Screw those guys. <laughs> Spring break forever. Cinco de Morad. <laughs> oh, no! You do have a sombrero. <laughs> I can make one, yeah. Alright, so we're going to get sent to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they put your blindfolds on you, and then uh, one of the uh, one of the mages on staff here brings you over. You feel the vibration and weird electricity feeling that comes with teleporting. Uh, and you find yourself in a room with a much different smell. Better, or worse? Uh, just different. Spices smell different here. Your spice. <laughs> um, you guys are let out of a room which you hear being shut and locked behind you and uh, it's how Moradians greet each other right <laughs> I think that's how English queens greet each other <laughs> and uh, the blindfolds are taken off of you you find yourself in a in a large stone room um, standing in front of you uh Wearing the robes of Morad, uh, you see an older woman, dark skin, white hair. Uh, she says, I'm High Priestess Malar. She says, welcome to Palafor. She's human? Yes. What's that? High Priestess what? Malar, M-A-L-A-R. Nice to meet you. She says, she says, I'm told that you're looking for the martyr. Yeah. That's our quest at the moment, yeah. 
got plane shifted. She says, well, she says, um, we'll do our best to help you as you can. She says, return here if you need to come back to Carthel. Oh, thank you. It's very generous. All right. Meanwhile, in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Another scotch, Varicass. I really shouldn't, you know. I don't drink very often. Uh, you find yourself you find yourself in a um, in a kind of a <clears throat> it's it's a it's a cozier um, home than you would expect. Uh, lots of wood and books and um, sort of magical oddities line the uh, line the walls as you're led into a large sitting room uh, and are seated. The old man pours pours two drinks, one for him and one for you, and hands it to you. Oh, thank you. Very hospitable. This is a lovely home. He says, I must insist that you share a drink with me. Very well. Plinkett takes a drink of it. You find the liquid to be smooth and sweet. Hmm. Um, Not of a taste, not not of anything you've tasted before. Almost has the consistency of honey. It's quite nice. Yes, he says, sweet ambrosia. <laughs> Can I do a religion check to see if I know what this is? Yeah. It's a uh, 24. It's sweet ambrosia. Yep, okay. Uh, it's the uh, elixir that they allegedly the gods themselves drink to maintain their immortality. <laughs> Does anything funky happen if a mortal drinks it? Not that you know of. Okay. <laughs> However, you realize after you drink it that you no longer feel hungry. Mm. And um, you do also realize, though, that the uh, the air, the very air around you, still seems to press at you. Uh, roll me a uh, constitution check. Ten. Uh, take an exhaustion level. Oh, fuck me. Okay. <clears throat> he says... Oh. Very, um, the air is very heavy up here. He says, yes, it is for our kind. He's... So you're mortal as well? Oh, yes, very mortal. Not a good person either. Well, and how did you end up in, uh, in the heavens? He says, a considerable amount of resources and bargaining. Curious. I'm very fascinated to hear this story. Yes, he says. Maybe someday I'll tell it to you. <laughs> he says, my name, by the way, is Verisathurgiesh. Wow. Verisathurgia? Verisathurgiesh. Can you spell that? Yeah. V-E-R-T-H-I-S-A-T-H-U-R-G-I-E-S-H. V- uh, Verthus Athergiesh. Holy shit. Roll <clears throat> me a, um... Oh, let me... Roll me a history check, Veracast. Eight. Um, the name is not unfamiliar to you. Oh, surprising. Um, you don't know much about it, but you have... Previously, 
in some of your travels just heard something about an evil wizard named Verthus Athergiesh. The name really helped it stick out in your head. Yeah. There's <laughs> not many of them around. I believe I've heard uh, passing stories about you, a wizard of some nature, some fame and renown. He says, yes. He says, what else have you heard? Not much else, to be honest. Good. Good. He says, he says, I'll tell you why I'm here, Veracass. He says, I'm here to learn how to be good. He says, I've lived a much long and evil life. He says, he says, before I took up residence here, he says, I delighted in tormenting others, taking what I could through power and force, and subjugating those in front of me. He says, I even considered becoming a lich. I'm very glad you didn't. He says, but then you know what happened? You didn't become a lich? Well, clearly not. Sharp as attack, this one. <laughs> He says, no. He says, in my plane of travels, he says, I visited the Nine Hells, the Grey Wastes of Hades, and realized I didn't want to end up there. He says, though the air is very heavy and does not feel great upon my skin, he says, I hope to someday figure out what it is I'll need to survive here in this plane. And just live here forever. He says, well, we all have to go somewhere forever, do we not? Perhaps. Uh, He says, so how did you... You said a Dao sent you here. Yes, uh, rather unexpectedly. (laughs) And um, not with my consent. I think this may be someone's idea of a practical joke that was supposed to end my death. <laughs> he says, uh, there was a time when I used to delight in practical jokes like that. <clears throat> um, he says, come, take a walk with me, Veracas. Of course, lead the way. Verisith Athergiesh. He says, call me, call me Gesh. 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 He says, he, uh, he leads you through his, through his home and out onto a back patio that overlooks the sea. Uh, some stairs go down to the water. He walks down and kind of wades out into it. He says, come join me. <clears throat> All right, I suppose. The water, yeah. fe- the water feels cool and fresh upon your feet. Mm, that's right, nice. He pulls a cup out of the folds of his robe, seemingly from nowhere, dips it into the water, and takes a, takes a drink of it. He says, here, have a sip. All right, uh, I have a sip. All right. The water, much to your surprise, is not salt water. It's fresh water and very cool and, and uh, pleasant. Uh, however, um, it also tingles a little bit as it goes down. Uh-huh. He says, holy water, the entire sea. Yes, yeah, got that um, familiar afterburn. 
It's It's free holy water. Last time it cost me 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) I just this spectral voice of calamity in my ear. (laughs) You could sell that. So, how much is it worth? By any chance, do you know a way for me to get back to the prime material? He says, it's possible. He points off into the distance and says, and looks up at the sky, kind of taking stock of where everything is. Uh, as you look up with him, you realize that what you thought was originally sunny, it's actually, the sky itself is dark. The light comes from a bunch of stars forming constellations. He says, he says, he says, give it about a minute or two. He kind of points in the distance at nothing. He says, uh, he says, have you spent your entire life on the material plane, Verica? Um, brief excursion to the Shadowfell. But otherwise, yes. And when you were dead. And I was dead for a little bit. He says, do you remember what happened after your death, where your soul went? I don't, actually. It's often very traumatic for those who die. Hmm. Uh, After an awkward silence, he points and says, there. Off in the distance, you see a shimmering ripple... uh, uh, like in a circular, like a circular ripple, tear into the fabric of space and time, and like maybe a quarter mile down the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, behind it, uh, you see like what looks to be a giant flame, a fire, um, and uh, various creatures flying around. And then after another thirty seconds, or so it, it shimmers out. I don't think that's the plane I intended. He says. He says. All the planes at some point open up here on these shores. Oh, well, that should make it very simple to get back. He says, of course, the difficulty is finding out which plane opens at which time and at which location. That's also true. He says, I've been mapping them out for several hundred years, and he says, and still working on that. Hmm. Well... While we wait, may I just ask, why exactly did you um, decide to invite me in? He thinks about it for a second, and he says, I opened the door, and that that angel was about to brain you. (laughs) I got that impression. He says, I figured if that angel was about to brain you, you weren't some good soul lost here. You're someone perhaps a little like myself. A kindred spirit, perhaps. He says, and besides, they make for terrible conversationalists. Oh, yes, I imagine so. There's always going on about the glory of Solari and this and that and the other. Don't you just want to punch them in the face sometimes? He says, I do, and that's apparently why I still have a lot to learn before I can go up the mountain. (laughs) Oh. He says, come back in the house. We have more to discuss. All right. I follow him back in. Mm-hmm. He says, so tell me what's going on in the material plane these days. 
Oh, well, I can only speak to a small portion of it. Um, Carthel is a, a hotbed of political strife. There's currently a war going on between the uh, Vitusian Church and the Crown. He says, what's this Carthel you speak of? Right. <laughs> he says, is that one of the nations that have sprung up since the Cataclysm? Yes, actually, yes. You've been gone a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I have. He says, this is okay, though. He says, spending my time here in Celestia. Talking to angels who are unreceptive. He says, occasionally we get the odd straggler show up on the shores, dazed and confused. Mm. Unsure where they are or how they got here. Anyone particularly interesting? He says, oh, yes, oh, yes. He says... There was Termander. Termander? Mm-hmm. Termander. Termander? Who, who's talking right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear anyone. Sorry, I sometimes hear voices. <laughs> he says, Termander, he says, he was, a, he was a giant, I swear to you. He says, comes from the plane of air, or so he said. He's, he's quite the entertaining fellow. That's interesting. He says, but then he decided to ascend Mount Celestia, and I never saw him again. Hmm. Yes, I noticed lots of little soul lanterns flying that way. He says, oh yes, the souls of the good. Their reward for years of just good living. Hmm. Hang out there on top of that peak with Solari. I'm sure it's a wild time. Uh, at that point, you hear in the distance a large roar, a bellow. From which direction? Uh, it's hard to tell. He says, okay. He says, ooh, Veracast, come outside again. <laughs> All right. He says, he says, I've got something to show you. <laughs> Um, it's probably just be interesting. Uh, he, you guys step outside and he looks around and then kind of points in the distance. Um, there appears to be a, what looks to you at first to be a giant white cloud. But as it gets closer, you realize that it's, that the, the uh, silver stars are reflecting off of its surface. It flies. It's up. It's it's in the air, perhaps a mile or so up. But you you make out what is unmistakably the form of a giant dragon. A cloud dragon? No. As it gets closer, you realize that its body is made of some sort of shiny white metal. Okay. Um, and as and he says, and uh, it heads off towards the towards the mountain, um, but. You get you get just an idea of the immense size of it. Um, for those of you, for reference, for those of you in Champaign, the building that's uh, there on campus, the twenty-two story building, uh, that's about as tall as it is long. So um, big, nice dragon. Yeah, he says that's Behemoth. 
I think I've heard of that. What'd you get? And what'd you roll? A uh, 12 religion check. He says, that's the god of the dragons. That would make sense. Or at least the good ones. Right. So, um, does he have issues with Solari? Is that with all the bellowing and the... It's just like that. Yeah, he just does that sometimes. <laughs> he says, you know, I've been here a long time, Veracast, but I never grow tired of seeing you, seeing his form fly by. Good. Well, perhaps you should be meditating on trying to climb his mountain or whatever it is instead of Solari's. He lives on Solari's mountain, you dolt. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> he says, He says, you must be exhausted. Actually, I am. <laughs> Literally. He says, let me, let me show you to your guest room. That would be very kind of you. At what point of it, actually? <laughs> All right, so he, he leads you back into the house and upstairs into a, a, magnificent, a magnificent guest room with a large oversized bed, a, uh, a, a, a chamber pot, uh, not a chamber pot, but you know, a, <laughs> a very fancy like uh, toilet room, a large bathtub that's filled with warm water even when you come in. And then, and then the wall itself is covered with books, all all unmarked. The toilet wall. All the walls. Nice. All the walls. I mean, it sounded amazing in the bathroom itself. So <laughs> well, this is quite lovely. Thank I mean, you for your hospitality. He says, "No problem." He says, "I don't sleep much these days, but uh, if you need me, I'll be downstairs." Alright. I look forward to engaging you in more delightful conversation. Okay. All right, so, I will rest. <laughs> all right, so you go to sleep. All right, meanwhile, back in the material plane. In Pericles, oh. in the city of Palafor. Quick quick question. Are Palafor and Carthol in the same time zone? Yes. Okay. Due south. It's due south of where you just were. That's. I figured. I just wanted to double check. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys do? Um, what did what did Balthrin tell us to do? He said, "Guy would find us." Gonna start walking east and go every couple of feet, every hundred feet or so. Be like Babur Kara. Babur Kara. I will give them about ten feet and follow behind them. <laughs> Keeping an eye on seeing if anyone is watching the crazy people. What's going to say she was south of the town? Uh, east of the town. East of the town, okay. In the in the base of the Iron Hills. Which I've given it's, it's on your maps that I've given you. All right, so uh, you get some looks from people who just sort of ignore you as as you walk by them. Uh, it's it's a, it's a big town, um, probably about the size of Lauren Carr. Okay. Um, off in the distance, hills, and eventually on the very on the far distance, mountains uh, dominate the horizon. Malfi Triple X's. What's that? That were Malfi Triple X's. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, there was something else in the Iron Hills, right? It's just not with your products. Uh, there's several things that happened, but not any actual 
Well, I think there's a... Um, there's a dwarf clan. Yeah, there's a dwarf clan, and then there's also a... Um, ruins. A Telvian, Telvian ruins, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 that's right. But the Telvian rune already uh, plundered. No, I think this was one that, that we found in the book, but we didn't want to go there because... It was too close to Malthiax. Wasn't that one where Valthrune and um, Melrock gained their semi-immortality? Yes, it was. Good memory. Inspiration point. Hey, I need one of those. <laughs> who, who, by the way, by show of hands, who has inspiration right now? I do now. Okay. Do you see me waving my hands? I see you waving your hands. Okay. Yeah, I've got, I, I keep the... Uh, I keep the um, the big video fixed on YouTube on on Illinois. Okay, cool. Yeah. Me too. Because <laughs> um, we're awesome and pretty. That's right. Yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys make your way out of the town, basically every ten feet, saying "Baba Rokai." Baba Rokai. <laughs> oh, wait, did you bring? Uh, what pets are with you? It's a very important I question. You're on this shoulder. Sorry, with me. Okay. Do you, have gran- do you have granite with you, Ringram? No, I don't think I, don't think I would have brought him through. Okay. okay. Um, did we mess with Zarissa? No. No. Okay. <laughs> We're pretty terrible people. Oh, and that, that was Amanda, not Calamity, because Calamity would not have thought of it. <laughs> Fair point. Um, all right, so um, roll me a survival check. Whoever's in the lead. I guess Calamity in this case. Damn it. I should have... Oh, started. natural 20! Nice. All right. Either way, I got an 18, so... That's 22. All right, so uh, Calamity, you just you just start walking. Like, you kind of in- instinctively, like, realize you're taking this path. Nice. Um, you're not even thinking about it. You're just sure that you know where you're going. Of course I am. <laughs> and after about another hour, uh, you find yourself uh, in the, within spitting distance of a of a hut, uh, outside of which uh, stands a goat. Hey, goat! Looks up at you. Looks up at you and goes, "Ah, what's up?" Bah. No, I was missing you a while ago. Wow. I remember you were there. That was fun. <laughs> were you, are you talking to the goat or me? Him, the goat. Oh, okay. I get some head scratches. They go knock on the door. You knock on the flap. <laughs> yeah. Well, like outside of it. Well, as you round the corner, um, you see a shoveled old goblin step coming down out of the hut. Hi, Baba Rokara. Hey, Baba. You again. Yeah? He says, Valthrum told me you would be coming. We've missed you. I doubt that. I miss you. It's, we had fun last time. We did have fun. <laughs> <laughs> she says, what brings you to my hut? Takes you all the, all the way here. We've lost We're missing formerly a skeleton, currently it's an old dude named Vergas. 
She says, yes, everybody has skeletons inside of them, just waiting to jump out. <laughs> yeah. We're wondering if you can help us uh, locate and maybe retrieve him. She says, I think that's something I can help you with, yes. That would be fantastic. She says, how is Rotark these days? Oh, good. We accidentally pissed him off, but we got away from him when that happened, but he's good. She says he is prone. Here and there, but seems to be happy. He is prone to that, she says. uh, He's always been filled with rage, that one. Seemed like he was fostering a bunch of goblin kids, and he was really happy. She says it pleases me to hear this. She says, I will, she says, I'll prepare for the ritual. Uh, How long is the ritual going to take? I think I'll be back at the city at seven. In a hurry, are you? He's in a hurry. We're going to stay. Why are you here then? Yeah, why are you here? I don't is I, more important than funny Veritas. He didn't come on his own. I told him that he had to cut. Like, it's not his fault that he's angry. He just does that. I still think the meeting's dumb. Well, he doesn't have a meeting. He's she got says, a I'll let you hash this out for yourselves while I gather the necessary materials. I was wondering if I could ask you something somewhat maybe related. Who are you talking to? Baba Dorkara before she starts, in case we can't touch her after she's done. She sighs and says, yes, what is it? Um, we heard a prophecy and had heard that you'd heard, you'd seen it too. She says, yes, I know, I know of the prophecy you speak of. Do you have any more insight to it than we do? It's just like none. <laughs> I have notes. <laughs> Possibilities, question marks. Lots of those. She says, what is it you wish to know, dearie? Specifically, probably the part that's vexing me the most is she the sister. She says, a flame of shadow, a flame of light. Over yeah, tombs yeah. forgotten, blood will rain. The noonday sun gives way to night. The two-headed bear split in twain. On the field of death, the brothers fight. The dragon struck by iron is slain. In the last gasping breath, sisters unite. The possible future we do ordain. Yeah. She, she says, that seems pretty clear to me. What about it, what about it troubles you? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> well, like I said, the part that's probably vexing me the most is the sisters and whether that has anything to do with the goat. With my goat? Yes. She looks at her goat suspiciously. <laughs> is that a new goat or is that the same goat? <laughs> it's the same goat I've always had. Okay. She she looks deep into the goat's eyes. And says, "What secrets do you hide, goat?" 
Does he not know about the goat? What do you mean, do I not know about the goat? Never mind. It's fine. She says, I know more about this goat than you do, she says, but it has many secrets. Many okay. secrets that I still am trying to pry from it. <laughs> then who are the sisters? I think it's uh, Nekhaus and... I'm asking Baba. Who are the sisters? Oh. oh, in the prophecy. Yeah. She says, look, I don't give... I'm not a fountain of free advice and encouragement. I know. She says, I will give each of you one question that I'll answer with the ritual. All right. She says, now, let me, let me prepare it so that I might be rid of you sooner. Right. <laughs> Just no one has time for you guys. No, really. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not going to take a couple of days like it did last time we tripped. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you don't know. <laughs> We've been briefing this everywhere, so <laughs> she it says, just caught up with us. <laughs> she says, "No, this isn't. This isn't. You're not getting mushroom stew." She says, "That's a kind of a once in a lifetime type thing." <sighs> Got anything about waiter? I'm <laughs> just joking. We're good. I'm going to hang out with the goat. She says, I'm going to prepare the ritual, gathering my expensive ingredients. And she motions towards a pot that has several coins in it. Oh, uh, goes, uh, goes in her hut. So, what question do you guys want to ask so that we don't ask the same one? I'll throw a platinum piece in the. Yeah, I'm trying to toss one in too. Yeah, I'll toss one in too. That's the standard good side. Yeah. Worth it. So, I say we ask about who the two headed bear is, who the dragon stuck by iron is, and who the sisters are. I'm more concerned about the brothers than the dragons. But we each get one question. Yeah, so if we're picking three of them, the bear, the dragon, and the sisters, I'm concerned about the brothers before the dragon. That's what I said. The bear, the brother, and the sister. Oh, you said bear, bro. What did I say? Dragon sisters. The dragon. So who are the brothers? Who who is the two-headed bear? Or what is the two-headed bear? And who are the sisters? Will she ask things or answer questions of that outright? Or will we have to Probably not. I mean, let's be real here. Yeah. How much money do you how much money do you guys put into the... We gave her three platinum. Three platinum, one each. Okay. While you guys are debating your questions, the goat walks over and eats the three coins. <laughs> I look at the goat and say, does she know you ate that? Because that was for the cost. Then he walks over and starts munching on some grass. 
Mm-hmm. So I gotta be honest, I'm more interested in um, the dragon than I am the brothers. Okay, um, I'm going to, well, she decides that. I'm going to wander over and sit down next to the goat mm-hmm. and try to talk with it inside its head. Interesting. Cool. Uh-oh. Oh, no. This is going to end poorly for you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, and it's talking, right? It's not actually like, I don't know, it's a mind-to-mind connection, so. So up with it. Yeah. I'm going to outright ask if the sisters are Second Moon and Nectar. The goat, the goat looks at you and like sits down next to you. Um, I so. I asked him, right? Yeah. I give... He's chewing on grass and just staring at you. It's like a normal sized goat, yeah. I am going to give him an offering of a fancy hat. Apparently, I have five of them. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if he likes that, either to eat or maybe to wear. You just set it in front of him? Yep. Maybe I might know. Friendly gesture. Bends over and sniffs it and starts eating it slowly. <laughs> Looking at you. The Looking whole time. at you. <laughs> Still staring at you with those devil eyes that goats often have. Just trying to watch him back. Mm-hmm. Wait. All right, um, after an hour of the goat <laughs> staring at you while eating its hat, it's probably two-thirds of the way done with the hat by this point. <laughs> um, Baba comes back out of her hut with armfuls of ingredients. And says, all right, come around, sit down, sit down. Did you um, feed my goat a hat? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he wanted to wear it or eat it, and apparently he decided to eat it. Uh, I ask her if she knows that the goat ate the coins that we put in the pot. Yes, yes, he's always doing that. I'll get him back in a few days. Oh. 
She says, this little goat shit make you, make you uncomfortable. No, it's the thought of digging through it. She says, you, you get used to the smell. Okay. It's just not that big. I bet it out a little bit. Just think of what's on all of the coins in your purse. Yeah. <laughs> Where they've been, who's touched them. Probably been in less clean places than goat shit. Yeah. <laughs> How much cocaine is on all of your twenty dollars? Right, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I wasn't in. All right, she says, "Sit down, sit down." Has everyone thought of their questions? Yes. Who's asking which question, guys? That no one wanted to pay attention to me. You're not all going to shove them simultaneously. You can take turns. Maybe do we have to. Do we have to have our. <laughs> how how do we handle our questions, Baba? I'm standing right here. Just tell me. There's not the universe. Uh, I would like to know who the dragon struck by iron is. Okay. Who or what? Which and which one did you want? She, uh, did she decide she wasn't going to answer the sister's question, or did she, that have to be put off till later? No, it has to be part okay. of this ritual. I'll ask the sisters then. Who are the sisters? If they are. I'm in Set Set Toth and Nek. I have it written down. Amon Toth and Set Amon and Nek Toth. Slash Cilia and Nek Toth. Yeah. Solari. Solari. Cilia and Solari. Ah. And I will ask who the brothers are. On the field of death, the brothers fight. Who are the brothers? She says, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> We're simple folk. <laughs> We're awesome. We got tricked into going on adventures that fell in the prescient. Or, actually, my, I guess my question would be, where is Veracast and how can we get him back? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. You yeah. should do that one. <laughs> Wait, I thought we got the questions in addition to the ritual. No, each of you get one question. Bonus questions. No, no, come on! We misunderstood you. We misunderstood. We thought this was an addition to. She, she, uh, she extends a bony claw. Yeah. Veracas. <laughs> Question two. She says, "Hurry up! This is very painful. My arthritis is awful." How can we get How, can, how can we get to him and get him back? How can you get to him? Question, bring him back. question three. How do we bring him back? Do we ask how do we bring him back? Yes. Yeah, we do. We don't care. This is going to fuck us over anyway. She's not going to answer those ones. It's fine. She says, look, I'll tell you. Look, the last one I'll give you for free. You, you have, you're magicians. You can do it yourself. <laughs> do you want to ask about the dragon? Caitlin. No, I thought that those were both. I thought they were extras. I only used two. We've only used two of the three questions. So the dragon's not my favorite one. Ask about the brothers. All right. See if the brothers bear cast one of them. Who are the brothers then? From the where is Veracast 
<laughs> How can we retrieve him? How can we get him back? And who are the brothers from the whatchamacallit? The prophecy. Is that leaning towards Varric as a Darby now? I think I like that we're causing Matt physical pain <laughs> just by being ourselves. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes, it really does. Alright. <laughs> we are without our most savvy <laughs> character <laughs> at the worst time. <laughs> All right, she says, sit in the circle around my cauldron. She says, your okay. pet, you might want to, she says, you might want to leave your pets over there. Yeah. Okay, I'll go here on the goat. Satara, <laughs> don't antagonize Kyle. Or the goat. You, you, the, uh, you, Satarth kind of emotes to you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Goats make us look bad in front of the goats. Not in front of company. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. She starts throwing various roots and animal body parts into the cauldron and begins the ritual. (laughs) Since when? (laughs) Meanwhile, in Celestia, in the Lunia region, yeah. Veracast, you awaken. Uh, yeah, I, I think Veracast laid down but couldn't like couldn't rest at first. It was all still mm-hmm. it, it was all sinking into him that like this is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's very surreal. So Yeah, I, I think he he spent at least a little bit praying before he actually like collapsed into bed and fell asleep. Mm-hmm. So he's troubled. Yeah. But he awakens. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, remove your exhaustion level. Cool. And roll yeah. me a constitution check. <laughs> Nineteen. Alright, you are not a, you do not take an exhaustion level. They are still oh. very heavy all around you. Did you get all your stuff back? Get all your hit points back. Oh, yeah, thanks for reminding me. Uh, before you erase those, fuck. Uh, put those back. Um, when you do your morning communing with your god, you oh. don't feel his power return to you. Oh, like you normally do. <laughs> okay. You realize you've been cut off. Do I think that that's Morad? Or do I think that's just where I am? That's Morad. Sorry. Morad's influence can't reach here. Okay. This is Solaris habit, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will go find my host. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you you find him downstairs in the sitting room. Uh, he's got a large leather tome that he's busily writing in. He looks uh, up. He looks up and says, "Oh, hello." Sleep well. Uh, mostly. Um, actually, quite remarkably. Oh, that's good. I'm so glad I, to hear it. Glad to hear it. You don't have trouble sleeping, but... Um, yes. Uh, so, um, so, what, what next? 
He says, well, you tell me. You're, the, you're my guest here. He says, I wouldn't recommend approaching the mountain. That'll probably get you right. smacked down in a hurry. Right. Um, all right. Uh, a little, a little uh, peaked in more ambrosia handy. He says, yes. He pours you a glass. Thank you. Very guess we'll, we'll sit and sip. Mm-hmm. You realize um, that the uh, the light outside has not changed at all since you've arrived. Um, there doesn't appear to be a night or a day; just this eternal, eternal brightness. So, tell me, um, Gish. Yes, yes. Of all the. Gods of all the heavens, of all the plains. Why Solari? Why is this the place you chose to visit? Why is this the fate you chose to pursue? Yeah, he says, you're just a, a straight-to-the-point sort of guy, aren't you? <laughs> He says, he says, I've been to all the planes. He says, um, he says, this one, he says, he says, I can't imagine you know what it must be like to do good. Hmm. He says, um, (laughs) what's that? I thought I did once. He says, I did a lot of bad Veracast. A lot of bad. And he says, and he says, this plane, objectively beautiful. He says, eternally, eternally blissful to those who find that their home. He said, that just was so counter to the life I was living. He says, uh, he says, I figured if I could learn the most about myself, it would be adapting to this environment, to becoming the good type of person that could live here instead of the capricious evil person I was back in the material plane. I have um, something of a history with Solari. He says, you're a Morad priest. Yes, I imagine you've dedicated your life to defeating it. No, no, no. When I was um, when I was very young, I was... <laughs> I was told stories of this place. I will admit it's far more beautiful than I could possibly have imagined. I uh, was for a very long time a cleric of Solari. He says, interesting, but now you're a Moradian. Yes. He says, how, he, say, he, say, he, put, he closes the book and he kind of looks at you with renewed interest. He says, 
such a fundamental change in oneself. He says, going from the the idiom of Soleri to the idiom of Morad. Just tell me, what brought about this change in yourself? What what enabled you to change yourself on such a fundamental level? I was... The, um, the country I was born in, another one I'm sure you probably haven't heard of, the Church of Solari Hills holds a very strong sway there. When the, um, those who are members of the church, clerics and paladins, also comprise a fair bit of the nation's army, were called upon to deal with a group of heretics in a neighboring kingdom. It was a terrible war. Wars oh. usually are. He says, but there's much to be gained in them sometimes. Sometimes. For my part, I gained a sad and sobering realization. Everything that I had been trying to do out of a desire to do good seemingly only brought more suffering into the world. Once that thought filled my mind, the doubts over everything I had once believed crept in. It became impossible for me to stay in Solari's religion. So I left. I found a, found a new truth, a new cause to follow. He says, but why Morad, he says. Because, from the best I can tell, there is only one truth. Everything dies. He says, eventually, I think everything does, yes. But then... Once it leaves the material plane, it goes to a place where death doesn't exist anymore. That's true. He says, have you been to the Grey Wastes of Hades? Not that I can remember. But I don't actually know what happened the first time I died. He says, might be worth something, figure, might be worth to figure that out. It's true enough. He says, he says, the nine hells, he says, for example, he says, they're not a pleasant place, even for one who delight, delighted in suffering like I did. Well, I can't imagine they would be very pleasant. He says, I encourage you, Veracast, walk along the beach. Think about, think about this place. Think about where you want to end up when your time in the material plane is done for good. He says, you've made a fundamental 
change in your life once before. Perhaps it's not impossible to do it again, he says. He says, I certainly am hoping that I might be able to do that. I think I'll do that. Seems like a fine, I would say morning, but I don't know that time actually exists here. He says, yes, you were asleep for several days. So there are days here. Well, I mean, there are hours and minutes and seconds and thusly days. Like 24 hours-ish, or... Well, he says, I mean, days are a mortal concept, he says, but he says it is possible to count them here. So Any idea how much time has passed in the prime material plane? <clears throat> uh, he says, uh, probably about 12 hours. I don't know. It, things work differently here. All right. Well, um... He says, while you're under my roof and drinking my ambrosia, he says, you won't... You won't age. He says, and time will move slower on your plane than it does here. He says... I encourage you, take some time, he says. Think about things. I think I will. Be it, if nothing else, at least instructive. Um, and I start to walk out and stop. One quick thing. Um, you familiar with a pair of wizards by the name of Valthrune and Melrock? His eyes light up. He says, Melrock! says, yeah, he's visited me here before. Oh? Recently? Oh, it's been a couple hundred years, I think. Hmm. <laughs> he says, oh, but who knows how, you know, you, know, you can count the days, but, you know, they kind of count you, he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he still, is he, uh, is he dead? I'm assuming he's dead. Undead. Oh, like a zombie or something. No, Lich. Oh, really? He says, that's very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Were you a close friend of his? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. We we had a lot in common, as you might imagine. Hmm. He says, anyway, I'll... uh, I've got much to think about there. He says, anyway, he says, yes, you're welcome, he says, to uh, the bottom two floors of this house. Come and go as you please, he says. The floors above that are mine and mine alone. He says, if you trespass in them, he says, you will not have a soul left. That's fair. (laughs) I'm going to go take a stroll on the beach. And he says, as you go up the door, he says, and yes... I know, I just whetted your curiosity about what's on the floors above the second. I have a very healthy sense of self-preservation. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. He says there are those who did not heed my advice. Or though I should say, <laughs> there were those. All right. Varicast goes walking along the beach. There's only one set of footprints. <laughs> Oh, well done. (laughs) Inspiration point. Uh, 
All right. Meanwhile, back in the material plane, Baba is throwing ingredients, <laughs> throwing ingredients into the into the cauldron, kind of moving around it in a circle in between, in the kind of in the area between where you guys are sitting and where the cauldron is. Uh, Rangram, it seems like it's just taking forever. <laughs> what time is it in game? Uh, it's like maybe three in the afternoon. I look him square in the eyes and roll my eyes at him. Just be patient. <laughs> can I can I do a mage hand that that is visible? <laughs> yeah, you sure can. <laughs> Just floating right in front of her face. <laughs> At some point, I will figure out how to <laughs> how to get that. How to get this? I, I used to have some screen capture software. I'll have to find it again. <laughs> All right. Anywho, uh, as she as she does her incantation, uh, her her voice gets louder, less less uh, less goblinoid, more. Immaterial. Primal. Insight check the goat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. The goat is watching this with great interest. Okay. Seemingly, right. seemingly with a keener intelligence than goats ought to have. Burps up a little bit of hat. <laughs> the hat. The hat is gone by this point, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just going to be watching her. Um, everybody roll me a perception check. <laughs> 14. Hey, me too. <laughs> yeah. Got a one? Yeah. What? Awesome. Excellent. It's a trap. <laughs> Calamity runs away from the cauldron. Um, uh, I think the goat's doing it. Yeah, you've been, you, you're too busy looking at the goat. All right. Um, the uh, skies darken, and you find that you're unable to see anything beyond the fire that's uh, lit up under this kettle as the ritual nears its completion. Uh, those of you that got uh, higher than a 10, you look up and you see stars in the sky. Um, but not of any constellations that you're familiar with. Um, you get the sensation that you're on a rock floating in a vast nothingness. And on this rock sits the three of you, the cauldron, Baba, and the goat. <laughs> cool. The winds pick up. On them, the smell of faraway lands and spices. The stars start spinning faster and faster. Around you, leaving streaks in the sky. 
and suddenly you guys find yourself in a bright sunlit plain. You look up into the sky and see dark you realize that there is no sun but the light is coming from the stars themselves. Off in the distance you see a colossal mountain of an in- incomprehensible height towering into the sky. You get, you make out the idea of plateaus up along it forming rings. And you hear the sound of an ocean. Do we need to roll inside to figure out where we're at, or do we know? You'll, you'll get there eventually. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know when you need to roll. Um, uh, as you look around, you see a familiar-looking old man walking along the shore. It's Veracast. He appears deep in thought. Can we move? Yell? Yeah, of course you can yell. Bear gas! Bear gas! He doesn't hear you. Yeah, he doesn't hear you. Congratulations, you figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Bear gas, more than as a doofus. Veracast, you you feel slightly irritated for a second, but you're not sure why. (laughs) Um... Then, uh, and remind me real quick, which of the uh, prophecy questions did you ask about? It was the brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. And the platform you're sitting on... Was it, it, was the, was it the dragon? No, it was no, the brothers. It was the brothers? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, platform, the platform you're sitting on starts moving along the beach following Veracast. A rippling circle appears onto the beach... And the uh, platform turns sideways, like you feel like you guys should fall off of it. Kind of like we're in a theme park ride? Yeah, almost, yeah. <laughs> and it plunges through the hole. <gasps> Weird. Uh, you find yourself skipping through different planes. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I should tell you. <laughs> First, a plane full of fire and creatures of un... Uh, of unknown composition. Then, do I find it familiar? Yeah, that's what The fire. No, this this is the elemental plane of fire. This is this okay. is different. Um, but then, yeah, you find yourselves sk- skipping through the nine hells. Rangram, I need you to roll me a wisdom save. <laughs> oh, eighteen. Uh, Rangram, you are frightened by this, but not mechanically. You just. You you're able to keep your keep your emotions in check, but the uh, memories come flooding back to you. I whimper. <laughs> what? Um, and it, you you the the platform falls through several more planes before emerging onto this dark void. Fields a field of grass, uh, kind of uh, comes up from beneath you. I hear dark void, and I look at you. <laughs> And um, off in the distance, you notice several large tentacles um, coming from the, now. <laughs> uh, coming out of the darkness and grasping large trees uh, that are hot, you're taller than any trees you've ever seen in your life. Sequoias, for those of us in real life. Um, uh, meanwhile, nearby. You notice, off in the distance, you notice a warring army charging t- towards the tentacles. 
And as you get closer to the ground, you see a skeleton with a scythe. It's almost in slow motion, swinging up as an angel flying right above it swings down with a giant mace. The weapons connect against each other and an explosion of light blinds your senses. You guys find yourselves in a white void. Calamity. Yeah. Ye who are eagerly watching the goat. <laughs> you missed all of it because you were watching the goat. <laughs> you do not catch any of this. <laughs> <laughs> however, you do Does catch. However, you do catch something. Okay. The goat, which has been staring at you this entire time. Uh, right before everything goes white, uh, the goat transforms in front of you into the shape of a cross-legged human. Ooh. A sun and moon symbol emblazoned on his forehead. He, and only you're the, you're the only one that can hear this, by the way. Okay. He says to you, It's your hat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Torn asunder by my child's blades. You can return the favor. And then everything goes white. And uh, you guys find yourself sitting, laying on the ground around the kettle. Hmm. Baba Rokaya and the goat are gone along with her hut. <laughs> I look around, what time is it? Uh, it's maybe like 3.30, 4 in the afternoon. Ha! 12 days later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How it happened last time? What time is it? I I sigh, and I wipe the cold sweat <laughs> from my my forehead from going through the hells again. Mm-hmm. Well, that was something. Well, at least now we know where Veracast is. We do. You don't. Yeah. I was talking to the goat. What did the goat say? The goat have to say nothing that made sense. It's a goat. But it said something? Yeah. Verhas? He's he's on a a plane lit by stars with a giant mountain in the middle of it. Do we need to roll for it or do we know that it's Um, Those of you who are paying attention, (laughs) (laughs) you get the idea. the answer comes to you almost intuitively. Just one word that forms on each of your lips at the same time. Rangram and Calamity in unison, or Rangram and Arisana in unison, both of you just say, Celestia. Huh? Celestia. Do I know what that is? Uh, everybody can roll me a, um Arcana or a Religion check. Nope. 14. 
Um, 26. Seven. <laughs> uh, who got a 20 or higher? Me. Rangram, you realize it is it is the heaven that Solari lives in. Oh, that's Solari's heaven. I'm sure he's thrilled right now. So, she said we can get there. How can we get there? Yeah, she did tell us that she would... That was our second question. How do we do it? How do we get him back? Well, I think it's... The second thing that happened was we went through that portal on the beach. So, I'm thinking it's got to be through the portal on the beach is how we can get back. Of course, we don't know how to get to the portal on the beach or use the portal on the beach or... So then, therefore, my question wasn't answered. How do we get him back? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Huh. She gave you all the answers you asked for. And the DM clearly is not going to clarify or help out. <laughs> <laughs> so what did the ghost okay, say? Okay, do you guys like you guys like mystery, or do you just want me to like give you everything? Yeah. <laughs> well, just outline the plot for the rest of the campaign. We just got to get there, right? That was our second question, and we have to come back. She's like, we, you know how to do that, right? I mean, get, um, I mean, now that you... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just confused. I got too interested with the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's happening, because I was paying attention to a goat. And then he was a dude. And then he was drawn. And I missed him in my hat. What did the goat say? Something about kids. What? And the goat turned into a guy. No, he was already a guy. That's how I could talk, because he wasn't a goat. But what did he say? Uh, Torn asunder by my child's blades, you can return the favor. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought we'd get to that problem later. After you find Veritas. Yeah. That's fair enough. So shall we go back to Jasmine and tell her that we found where Veracas is and we need to see if we can get any assistance pulling him back? She said they had no idea how I'm to- so excited to tell the High Priestess of Morad that she needs to find us a way to get to Solari's heaven. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's go have that conversation. Well, the heart. What remember? What she said was she was she asked Morad to tell her where he is. Uh huh. Can you guys tell me exactly what happened with what you saw? Like step by step, what happened? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try, but I already need to listen to the recording again. What happened? Yes. What's that? Yes. What's that? Can we, can we just pretend that we? No, I would, I would like. I would like to hear this. Actually, please, one of you, one of you, please tell tell Calamity what happened. All do right. You, you want to try, and I'll chime in, or <laughs> do you want to... I, I'll try. So, uh, I literally, I have no memory of what just happened in the last minute and a half. So, uh, she started the thing, and we went like zooming through a whole bunch of planes. We were we were around the cauldron. Yeah, well, yeah, that's she was there for that. Yeah, <laughs> but then what was what was it? Uh, 
then the cauldron became like a floating rock, and we were floating among strange stars. No, the stars changed, and then we looked down, and we were floating through planes on a rock. It was us, the cauldron, and the goat. And we went through all these places. You weed yourself a little bit when we made it to the Nine Hells, but then we moved on. You, you don't know that, that those were the Nine that, Hells. You just that know was, that. <laughs> that was after we saw Veracast on the beach. Was it? Yes. So it just faded to Celestia, and he was walking on the beach. Well, before that, it was we we saw strange constellations in the sky. Yeah, and smelled smelled far off lands on the wind, and then we went to um, Celestia and saw Veracast, old Veracast, walking in the sand. Wait, was he? Did he look different? No, I mean he he is old. He's an yeah. old. Okay, so he he didn't look different than he normally does. No, no. And he and and we did we saw a wavering, um, the wavering pole to the different planes, and then we turned sideways, and flew into the, flew into the rift, and then descended through, the elemental plane of fire and the nine hells and a bunch of other planes. And then apparently the goat talked to her, and we saw the two brothers, the skeleton with the scythe and an angel with a mace and they hit each other's weapons and the world turned white and we're back. Well, I think the more important part of that little thing was the tentacles that were backing up Veracast and the giant army of death backing up who's probably Darcy, Dar- Brother Darcy, whatever his name is. No, death is probably following Veracast. Hmm? Well, it was a giant army. I don't know if it was an army of death. But. Oh. No, it was just an attacking army. It was, it was an attacking army, yeah. But the, the giant tentacles is was my concern. I think all of this is concerning. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, what to be concerning is how do we get to the aircraft? <sighs> well, I know who he is. Haven't gone any further. Well, and didn't Mary say that the hardest part is finding out where he is? Yeah. And then we can... I assume Lord Mary would know some way to be able to pull him back. I don't want to go to Mary. Why? Yeah. Seems like too simple of a solution. Well, I mean, either way, we've got to go back to Parthal, right? Right. All right. Um, How long did it take us to get out here? Like an hour. Okay, Okay. we got plenty of time. Let's go ask for a favor to get back there because I don't want to piss off Jasmine Tannel anymore. Yeah. So we scurry back to the Temple of Morad. All right, we'll get back to that in just a sec. Meanwhile, in Celestia. Veracast, you've spent several weeks now uh, in the uh, in the home of uh, Verthus Athergiesh. Roll spiritual wicked. <laughs> um, I'm not going to make you roll for the exhaustion. I'm just going to say that while you're here, you just generally have one level of exhaustion. That's fair. Um, 
you take many. What, what, how do you spend your How do you spend your time? Um, there's a lot of a lot of thinking, a lot of praying to Morad, even if his power doesn't reach here. A lot of looking through uh, Giesh's books, seeing what all he has uh, written. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to ask him about... Um, I'm going to ask him to try and learn everything he can He can tell me about uh, Amentoth, Nektoth, and Amonset. Mm. Uh, he tells you that those... He says... He tells you that he, he's um, heard of uh, heard of heard the, the latter two names he'd heard of from the Cataclysm. He says, but luckily he says he was born well after that. He says uh, he says the Cataclysm was several hundred years before I was born. He says hmm. he says it was quite the he says though we were still feeling the effects of it even then. He says civilization crumbling around us. He says, beasts, innumerable to count, he says, wiping out swaths of humanity. This is quite the place for a young man to hone his powers. You can imagine. He says, he says, the people, though, he says, they, he says, they stopped worshipping those gods. Came to blame them for their strife. He says, we truly lived in a godless time then. This was before these new gods came in. Interesting. He says, oh, how the people, how the people forget. He says, he says, anyway, he says, I, he says, Yes, the the eight gods, he says. Well, no, seven, he says, sorry. Yeah, the seven gods, he says. He says, only seven. He says yes, yes, he says there is, of course, the Kolth, the king of the gods, and he says, Cilia, uh, the queen of the gods, um, Lilith, their, their child. He says, um, Solari, Sylvian, Morad, he says, and uh, oh yeah, and Irvin, though he didn't really do much. Is it Colth, Cilia, Lilith, Irvin, Morad, Solari, Sylvia? Sil- Flavi. Flavi. Flavi and Virtuous are the two you're missing. Virtuous, that's the other one. <laughs> How did we forget that one? Virtus was a dude that so, was raised up, right? Right. How yeah. long ago was it that Virtus became a god? Um, I forget if you guys have you guys figured out have you guys found out that date yet? I, I didn't know. I didn't know if it was like well known. I, I think he told us. I have a whole list. He told of us that Virtus was a human raised, but I don't know that we know the date. Right. Yeah. <coughs> I 
like a critical religious dates Excel spreadsheet. And uh-huh. I know, right? Well, okay, well, just roll me a religious check. I'll, 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 count. I'll make it a hard religion check. 17. Um, 15, 16? No. Um, well, I'll ask him, how long... Oh, you don't exactly know how long it's been since you, uh, you found your way here. He says, by my reckoning, I... It was about 400 years after the cataclysm when I came here. How long ago was the cataclysm? Uh, well, since years are measured... Um, from the cataclysm. From the cataclysm, it was 1,632 oh. years. All right. Huh. So he went there after the last Baylor Harbinger showed up. So that was 1611, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no. He went, like, he went before, before that, yeah. Oh, okay. Even like the year 400. Yeah. All right. I see. Well, it's a floppy version. It's been a couple uh, pages. And out, out of game, I'll, I'll tell you that Virtus was raised up around 1100. Okay. 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 There's been a couple changes in the last 1200 years. Um, there's a mortal raised to godhood by the name of Virtus. He says, ah, that's a neat trick. Yeah. And there's another one. Flavi. It's a chaotic entity. He says, tell me more about this, Flavi. Well, no one's really quite sure where it came from. It has no gender, no form. It is... It is void... And madness and chaos. He ponders on this. You don't say. That's interesting. I do. Huh. <laughs> he says, walk with me for a second, Vericas. I walk with him. He, le- he leads you in uh, to one of his libraries in the second floor. Pulls a dusty tome off a shelf. He says... He says, I think it's this one. Oh, by the way, the tomes are all um, written like in a ha- like in a script that you can barely make out. Like, uh, okay. it's It'd be like if we tried to read something written in Old English cursive. Gotcha. Um, and uh, they all appear to be journals. Every book you've come across. It's a lot of journals. It's been there for a long time. He opens this book up and he says, uh, he says, yes, that's that's right. I forgot about that. He says there's a lot of, a lot of power to be found in the void, Veracast. He says the chaos. He says the nothingness. He says, he says there are those, there are those who attempt to draw their power from it. He says, this may come as a shock to you, he says, but there are even creatures that live in these voids, strange and alien. I'm familiar with the idea. You are, he says. Go on. I I have had contact with a cult worshipping one such alien entity. Tell me about this cult. Well, 
They wish him a being called Zelioth. Some sort of creature indescribable in its form, full of eyes and tentacle extrusions, massive in scale. There's um, there's an artifact referred to as its maw, which is currently being carted around on the prime material. Has some some part in prophecy that I'm not quite completely clear on its its goals or methods. Zelia. Zelioth. Why is this name familiar to me? Why is this name familiar to you? What was the book? He says, stay down here. I've got to go look at something on the third floor. Can you get your hands on that journal he just had? Can you give it to him? I mean, he just put it down in front of you. Obviously, doesn't care if you read his journals. Okay. I will Stop find a. Floor. I will find a comfy chair and wait. Okay. Can read. Yeah, I'll probably pick up the journal and thumb through it. Mm-hmm. Um, roll me. Call it a wisdom save. Eleven. With um, advantage, because Bearcat has been a cleric and obviously helped train other clerics, so he has <laughs> a teacher's ability to read ha- terrible handwriting. <laughs> oh no, he can he can make out the handwriting. Okay. <laughs> that's not what's that's, a question here. That's not what he's saying. <laughs> Veracas. You realize that you're reading the ramblings of a madman. Um, and you find yourself engrossed in these in these tales of extraplanar voids of cultists. Um, of shadows with nothing casting them. descriptions of shapes that couldn't possibly exist strange cyclopean architecture Um, and you find yourself engrossed in this and you're startled out of it by a tap on the shoulder yeah yeah. oh uh, I'm assuming it's it's Gish yes Okay. welcome back close the journal put it down um Okay. Um I just need to make a note of this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> How fuss is Veracast? <laughs> right? Now what are you growing inside you, Veracast? Forty five to five <laughs> He says he says sorry, he says. I needed to uh, check in on some memories from back in the 
material plane. He says, I recall, he says, yes, now a a strange tiefling. No, no, I'm thinking it's your, your uncle. Your uncle. <laughs> he says, ranting and raving about a creature named Zilioth. Yes. He says, um, everyone thought him to be a mad beggar. He says, but something about the cut of his jib <laughs> interested me. So I sat down and listened to what he had to say. Was this tiefling named Zinanex by chance? He says, no, no. He says, but he did speak of a Zinanex. He says, he spoke of many things. Zinanex and a calamity that would come to the world. He says, he spoke, he spoke as if this Zelioth would end the Dark Age and return balance to the world. Huh. 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 That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. He says it is. He also spoke often of a, a color beyond a vision that would coalesce itself into a maw. Huh. He says he was quite mad. Mm. But not far off the mark. Um, interesting. What do you make of all of this? He says, it's, it's interesting to me, he says, but he says, I mean, this was, this was, you know, in the 400s, you know, he was predicting all this would happen by the end of the century, so. Well, I was a little off there. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so I, uh, you know, murdered him. And, uh, and used his horns for spell components. <laughs> he says, I was a very different person then than I am now. I'm getting that. <laughs> What sort of spell do you need tiefling horns for? <laughs> oh, wouldn't you like to know? I mean, I'm a little bit curious. I don't necessarily need to know. Uh, he says it was needed for a ritual. Mm. I see. He says, uh, one in which I perhaps won't describe to you in great detail. That's fair. But needless to say, ended in the loss of many lives and much power gained by those who partook in it. Mm. I see. <laughs> he says, how are you enjoying your time here, Veracast? Well, you've been a splendid host, and I once again thank you for all of your hospitality. Well, I, through no fault of yours, it's not the most comfortable environment. He says, yes, the 
the goodness of the air does weigh heavily on us. Mm. Stirs many unpleasant memories. It's just somewhat strange that spent the last few decades thinking about what I might say if I were to confront Solari face to face, and now it is not so far away from me. So what would you say to her? Many unpleasant things. He says, come on, thought exercise, just let me have him. He says, you're in a safe place here. I would ask her why she lied to me. Why she made me believe that there was something fundamentally good about people. How if she is truly the kind and benevolent force that so many sycophantic morons seem to think she is. She allows those who call themselves her devout worshippers to bring about so much pain, torment, and destruction on the world. I'd ask her exactly what it is that she wants from us. He says, good questions for any god, I think. He says, what, how do you think Morad would answer your questions? I don't believe that Morad makes any illusions about human nature. We are duplicitous, we are despicable, we are savage. He says, look out the window, Varakas. I look out the window. He says, see all those balls of light coming in from the ocean? Yes. He says, those are the good and the just. Hmm. He says, he says, I hope to one day join them. Well, I obviously still have a lot to learn. No, you will need to pay any cost to join them. He says, we'll find out, I guess. He says, he says, perhaps before your time in the material plane is done, you should visit the Grey Wastes. Find how you like it. He says, if your faith is so strong, he says, it will be rewarded, not tested by this, yes? I would think so. (sighs) Perhaps I'll have the opportunity someday. If so, I will embrace it. Mm. Nons. He says, now if you'll excuse me, I need to retire upstairs for a while. Enjoy your rest. He heads back up. 
Meanwhile, back in the material plane. <laughs> um, so you guys are... What are you, you doing? Well, we were heading back to the Temple of Mora. Back to, uh, to go Carthal. back to Carthal, yeah. Why? Because we got what we needed. Yeah. How do we get to... Chris, did you ask why we're heading to Carthal? No, why are you heading back to the Morad Temple here in Pelifor? Because I don't want to piss off Jasmine Tannel anymore. Because <laughs> I think because Jasmine doesn't know that we can go she back knows. directly. Or she, she knows, but she's pissed about it. And she told us to contact them in order to get back. No, she's yeah, Malar, Malar said that, that they would send them back. Mm. Yeah, oh. Okay. Am I wrong? What? No, you're, no, you're fine. Around this campsite and see if anything strikes me. Any ideas? How much time do we have? Do you like open anything anywhere or anything like that? We don't have a ton of time, but if you want to give the area a good search. Yeah, I do. All right. Calamity is going to search the area, and I'll assist. Can I assist as well? I got six. You don't want my assistance. I got a 29. (laughs) (laughs) Wandering around just occasionally, like, nudging something. Is there anything particularly interesting in this space? Uh, you're looking at the campsite that Baba was at? Yeah. Um, sorry to say there's a kettle that got left. I take it. There's several piles of goat shit nearby. I checked them and see if any droids come God. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. Uh, you do find a silver piece. Eh. I grab a handkerchief and pick oh. it up. <laughs> are, you, are you satisfied that there's nothing here? That's all? Yes. All right. Okay. I'm going to sit down and meditate on my orb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm going to leave. I've got to it's get still like 3 o'clock! No, it's got to be like 4.30 by now. No, it's, it was 3.30 when we did our... Yeah. 3.30 when we got out of the vision. It's probably about a little before 4, so it's time for Rangram to leave. You can meditate in Carthal. Unless we need to be here to get to there. Why would we need to be here? I don't know. I'm not the one who breaks the rules. We know we need that. We need to find someone to plane shift us to Celestial and who will agree to plane shift us back. Roderick. What? Roderick. I want to see if he knows, has any idea. Did you guys say you went through a void at one point, right? No, that was to answer our second question. Yeah, yeah you didn't actually go you didn't actually go through a void. There's a lot okay. of darkness, but Yeah. Alright. Fine. 
All right, we're gonna go. We're going back to the Temple of Morad. Random stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you get back. High Priestess Malar says, "Is there?" She says, "Yeah, you know how they get to Celestia." She says, "Celestia." She says, "Besides being lawful good and." Dying, or you know, good person and dying. <laughs> she says. She says, uh, being a good person, a, a quote, good person and dying is one way of doing it. Yes. <laughs> well, that's second. Is there another way? She says a powerful enough cleric or wizard could could plane shift you there. Yep. Yeah. Is... She says there are there are also ways to get to the astral plane. She says secret ways, but she says from there to get from the astral plane. She says to Celestia is a whole another whole another bag of questions. Yeah. She says unfortunately I am not strong enough to send you there myself. Okay. She says but I'm pretty sure High Priestess Tanel would have that power. All right, let's go see Jasmine. Thanks. <laughs> you mind sending us back? She says, not at all, not at all. I need to blindfold you first. Of course. All right. Oh, man. Amanda is done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> My money's not happy. <laughs> Alright. Uh, she blindfolds you, puts you in the room, casts a spell. You feel the tingly sensation of teleportation. Um, roll me a perception check, everybody. Seventeen. Twenty-one. Sixteen. Narasana, you realize immediately you have, you have not teleported. I prepare a fireball and take off my blindfold. Uh, like, several of the clerics are, like, looking kind of dumbfounded around the room, like, along with their mage. And... What happened, guys? Oh, no, God. Oh, God, something destroyed the other circle! <gasps> the mage is like, the mage is like, the other circle's not, it's not responding. Um, come, come with us quickly. Don't look at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the floor as we leave. You need a minute. I already tried that trick. No, I'm just doing it to piss them off. <laughs> Where are you taking us? High Priestess Malar is like, is staying, kind of looks back and she says, I thought you guys were leaving. We tried. The, the mage is like, High Priestess, the... Teleportation circle, and and Carthol, it's it's not it's not responding. She says, "Well, I don't know. Try." She says, "Try Lauren Carr." No, that's the opposite direction. 
Lorincar's not far far from Carthal. It's closer than this is. Yeah. Our house is closer than this is. If that's the best option we have, we we'll just go to our house. Lorincar is closer than New Haven. What? Yep. Lauren Car is farther away. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. actually it takes about the same amount of time because Lauren Car has one straight road, and then New Haven has some higgledy piggledy roads. Okay. Would New Haven have information about what's happening in Carthol quicker than? I mean, would Lauren Car have information about what's happening in Carthol quicker than New Haven? Uh, potentially, yes. Lauren Car is a bigger city, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it just happened, so we got to get there pretty quick. And you have new porn to put in the book. That's, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Virtue's car? Virtue's car, but yeah. I have a couple of people. Oh, I was getting Virtue's car and Lauren car mixed up. I apologize. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I guess we go to New Haven. Um, she says you guys are going to New Haven. Unless you've got a quicker way to get to Carthol. She says, no, I'm going to send some of my some of my clerics to Lauren Carr. Well, good luck. Um, Are we sure we don't want to go and see what's going on? Do you want to go to Lauren Carr instead? We'll go with him. She, says, she, says, make a, she says, from Lauren Carr to New Haven. She says, make a decision. Time is of the essence. I do not have time for this. I think we should go to New Haven. Okay, quick question, Chris. In a minute, from Lauren Carr to New Haven. Just quick question, Chris. Mm-hmm. Did I don't remember? Did Veracast let me know that I could say mango to get to the Carthal one? Yeah, I know that we can say. It mango. only it only works between the Carthal one and the um and the one that he has at his temple. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we can try it again just in case. Uh, I think you overheard him say it once. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was there though when she yeah. told us. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. So, but do you calamity? Do you want to try that? I want to see what they're doing in Lauren Carr. Then go. Oh yeah, we can too. Yeah, we should mango, right? Yeah, we should mango. That's not a casting teleportation signal. Right. So if we go to Lauren Carr, we can still teleport to. Yeah, New we can still try that. Okay. Because if we can't get into. What's my problem? We can't get there anyway unless we want to try to break out of Lady Dar's No, because that's in our house. Okay. Okay. Anyway. All right, so let's go to Lauren Carr with the with the rest of them. Yeah, let's go to Lauren Carr. All right, so they put the blindfolds back on. We saw it. We didn't see this one. Lauren. All different. All right, so they cast a spell, energy. Nothing. What? Really? Yeah. All right, everybody move. I start making my... And I tell all the priests to put on fucking blindfolds because I don't want them knowing where my fucking... <laughs> 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 right, put on the blindfolds. We're not going anywhere, bitches. They, they <laughs> nod in understanding and put them on. I make my teleportation circle. <laughs> I make faces at them. Are you going, a... you going to the one at our house? or? Yeah, the one at our house. Because okay. that's not tied to Morad at all. Yeah. Does it work? All right, you spend a minute drawing the circle out. Yep. Um, so high, high, the high priestess herself is going to come with you. Cool. Uh, along, with her, along with her mage. Okay. They're welcome. As long as they have blindfolds on. Yeah, as long as they have blindfolds on, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. 
so the five of you um, teleport to New Haven. Okay. You find, your, you find yourself in your trophy room. All right. I guide them out and lock the door behind us before they take the blindfolds off. Okay. My Priestess Miller says we're in some sort of house. Yeah. My house. Um, a voice from the bottom of the stairs says, "Is that is that you, um, uh, Calamity Narastana, Varicas? Hi, Osborne. Hello, hello. Says, We're just uh, here for a quick stop by. Is welcome home, welcome home. Any 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 garments you need washed? Anything I can take from you? You're very sweet. <laughs> how how long has it been since we paid him?" Uh, you, I, I have it written down. You're, you're still do You're still fine. Okay. So, uh, uh, Osborne, we're just here for a quick minute. We're actually got to run. We will see you when we come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so we run over to. Why did I anything lost? <laughs> <laughs> Calamity! We don't have time for this. Come on. <laughs> hey, Chris. What yeah. time is it? Uh, in in the world or in in real life? Yeah. In the in the in game. Uh, it's probably about five in the afternoon. Okay. So it's a no. Five in the evening. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll stop. I'll stop by the gnome office and, and I'll meet you guys at the Temple of Morad. Okay. All right. We'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah, um, meanwhile, in Celestia. Yeah. Varric, yeah. it's been another week. It's been another week. Yeah. What do you? What, how do you spend your week? Um, I'm going to glance at a couple more journals. Are they all like the first one? They're all different. They all. I mean, none. Of that that's the only one that was like madness inducing. Okay. Well, I will. I will read through some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very mundane. That's the thing that strikes you, like. They're very like uh, so. You you've picked up like one of the ones from from his time in this plane, yeah. And they're like very mundane descriptions of the thing he does during the day, like how much ambrosia he drinks, like how much time he spends writing in his journal, like counting the number of lantern archons that have come in from the ocean. Are there any journals from before he came to Celestia? Um, you find a couple, yeah. Are they, like, of his exploits on the Prime Material, or his journeys through other planes? Uh, no, they're, 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 they're his time on the Prime Material. Uh, the one with the madness-inducing writing, that was from his time. Mm -hmm. Um, these are written with a more sadistic bent, more chaotic bent. Mm -hmm. Um, talks about, but still kind of that weird, odd level of, like, specificity of, like, what he's doing every day. Okay. Uh, like like components received from magical spells, magical spells written in written in an uh, arcane notation that makes no sense to you. Okay. Um. Anything you're hoping to glean? Just trying to get a better sense of who this guy is, who he was, and also if there's any historical information that he might have that would be of use. Um, when he does write of like names of like kings and stuff, none of them sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like local uh, 
self-made, self-made kind of kings. Like not that there's no real kingdoms to speak of. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's much more fiefdoms. Kind of. Yeah, little fiefdoms. Like uh, talks about it, several times he mentions cities that he's gone back to and have been like wiped out by some sort of scourge or monster. Gotcha. Okay. And then um, one of the days, mm-hmm. probably when when he's like sure that he's alone, mm-hmm. like either you know, Giesh is resting or something. Yeah. Um, is there some? This is an odd question. Is there some driftwood on the beach of heaven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Veracas is going to gather a small pile of it. Mm-hmm. And try to use his Meridian Thaumaturgy to make a fire. Okay. You're able to do so. Then he's going to try thinking back, recalling the Solarian version of Thaumaturgy and try and stuff the fire out. Uh, you are unable to do that. Okay, he'll just kick sand over it until it goes out. Alright. Um, and he's still, like, each day he's not able to, to get any spells back or anything. Correct. Okay. Um, all right. He doesn't age up there, but does he, like, is their facial hair happening? Does he see. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, a long, scraggly beard. Okay. Y- yours has grown into a full, thick beard. Okay. <sighs> Does Gash have, have, like, checkers or something? Uh, yes. Yeah, he has. We'll play some games of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you find his, you find his, um, game playing to be, um, very... Let me put it this way. Like, he has to give you a handicap for you to even have a chance against him. <laughs> for checkers? Any game. Hmm. He's had a lot of time. <laughs> He's incredibly intelligent. You do gather that. Yeah. Uh, after after a week of game playing, he, he says, Veracast, he says, I have a question for you. That's good. That's what I mean. He says, why... He says, why... He says, you're, you're, you don't seem as reflective as I thought you might be. He says, why are you still here? Well, I haven't found a means of leaving yet. He says, I, I can send you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> he says, I'm a powerful wizard. Just click your heels together three times, Barricass. And say, there's no place like home. He says, he says, don't be wrong, I'm enjoying your company, but uh, you, you, haven't, you haven't seemed in the highest of spirits. <laughs> oh. oh, God. This is a perfect example of why the DM has to give us a handicap because we don't fucking get it. We just missed the the most obvious thing. We just spent three hours. I know. 
You spent three hours. I spent like a month. <laughs> oh, no, I meant we as a being. I spent three hours making the DM had to tell you. <laughs> Why did you have the patience to wait us out for three hours? <laughs> <laughs> because it's funnier. It's hilarious. Always, we always, always check the doorknob first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes. Um, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it has not occurred to me until this very moment to ask if that was within your <laughs> abilities. Veracast, I'm a master of magic. I can stop time. I could... Do any uh, any anything really? Well, yes, I would like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to the Grey Wastes? Oh my God! Oh, out of the Grey Wastes. <laughs> he says, "I." Where you were? He says, "Yes, I've been to the Grey Wastes." No desire to return. None. Fair enough. If you would be so kind as to return me to the prime material, uh, preferably in the city of Carthal. Carthal? Carthalia. Carthal's the city, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Preferably the city of Carthal. Preferably the Morad Temple in the city of Carthal, if you can be that specific. He says, these words you say are unfamiliar to me, but if you if you envision it in your head, I can send you there. Very good. Um, so, is there anything I can offer you in exchange for your hospitality? He says, I saved your life. That's one you owe me. Sending you back, that's two. This could also be good deeds towards your eventual ascension. <laughs> that's a very good point, he says. For the moment, let's consider them such, but there may come a time when I need to call on you. All right. Um, well, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you letting me beat you in checkers that one time. <laughs> Very he obvious. Says, I say, was, was that obvious? <laughs> yes. He says, he says, in Veracas, the gray waste of Hades, he says, it's where evil springs eternal. It's a plane of endless apathy and despair. It's the great battlefield of the Blood War. The Blood War? It's off. He says, often the Grey Plains are darkened by vast armies of demons battling equally vast armies of devils who neither ask nor give quarter. He says, the pure, undiluted evil acts there are a powerful spiritual force that drags all creatures down. Even the consuming rage of the abyss and the devious plotting of the nine hells are subjugated to its hopelessness. Apathy and despair seep into everything at the pole of evil. It kills your dreams and desires, leaving you a withered husk of what used to be a fiery spirit. Spend enough time there and you'll give up on everything that used to matter to you. As you succumb to its glooms.
Give up or forget? He puts a hand on you and he says, now go. Back to your life on the material plane. I don't think he heard you. Maybe not. What did you say? Uh, He said, uh, give up on everything you cared about. And, And I asked, give up or forget? He says, is there a difference? There is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps one, then the other, then. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> well, all right, I'm ready to go. He places a hand on your shoulder and says, we'll see each other again. And you wink from existence. <laughs> and he speaks, <laughs> and he speaks the magical words, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 Three hours and fifteen minutes, boys. And girls. <laughs> oh, Veracas! <laughs> you materialize in flame and cinder. Gray ash all around you. Do I? Does this look to have once been the Temple of Morath? Uh, your eyes are blinded by the smoke billowing up. Ah, okay. Well. As you um, as you escape the fire, you rec- you recognize in front of you the front steps of what used to be the Temple of Morad. <laughs> wow! Behind you, dead acolytes litter litter the ground. The entire entire structure collapsed in on itself. Do I see Jasmine? Uh, Roll me an investigate check. Nine. Not not here where you're at. Um, Do you want to risk going further into the fire? Nope. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, this is bad. Do I see anyone living around? Um, there's like a group of uh, like commoners mm-hmm. kind of standing at a distance watching. I'm going to store up to one uh, and and demand to know what happened here. Explosion, sir. The whole place went up. Just on its own? He says... There were some lights coming from the inside of it. It says it sounded as if there were a battle. Then the entire structure went up in a column of flame. Did anyone come out alive? He says, I thought I saw some people flying away from it, sir. And what did these people look like? Robed robed people, sir. Robes? What colors? The colors of the city. Purple and yellow. Fucking royal mages. <laughs> Any other temples burned down in the last... Well, since the Virtuous one? <laughs> Shakes his head. He's clearly afraid of you, by the way. Good! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well. I'll leave you... Do it! To your company. And I will... <laughs> There's not a gnome office nearby here, right? 
I'd have to go into the city for one? No, there's one nearby here. You can, there's one you can go to. Yeah, that's where we were before we drove out to visit Jasmine. <laughs> going to go, going to go to the dumb office. Mm-hmm. Going to spend ten gold for instant delivery. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write to Narasthana. Okay. And I'm going to say... <laughs> oh, ice cold, bro. Ice nice! Cold. <laughs> I saw that happen. Narasthana is the one with the teleportation magic. Mm-hmm. Sorry about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write to Narasthana. I've only been trying for the last three hours. <laughs> like, three hours and 15 minutes so to try like, to get you back. Celestia changed you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to say, in Carthal, Morad Temple on fire. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> and send it. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, in New Haven, you guys are walking from your home to the Morad Temple. Just uh, maybe fifty feet away from the temple, um, a uh, gnome comes scurrying up to you. It says, um, Narasthana, Narasthana, one of you here, Narasthana. Yeah. It was a very angry man next to deliver this. <laughs> I read it. All right, it's from Veracas. Veracas huh. is in Carthal, and it, did it say that the Morad Temple's in flames? Yeah. Wow. So uh, we got to find a different way to Carthal. And as you, look at, as you look at each other and say that, a pillar of flame shoots up from the Morad Temple. Ooh, fuck! Where's it coming from? Uh, inside of it. <laughs> I run inside. What? I run to the petting zoo and help Mr. Peanut! And here we go. Who's inside setting it on fire? Um, no, like, the whole thing just went up. Like, an explosion. Like, I have. There, I is, have there is no inside to run into anymore. <laughs> is there someone who ran away? It, what? Roll, me, roll me a perception check. Yes. Smoking corpse that looks kind of like Billy has a pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. David, you can't steal those from me. I... Nineteen. Um, flying up, you see flying up on the other side of it, somebody in purple and gold robes. Oh, do I see? And that's, and that's where we'll end the session today. No, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna catch them. That's what I'm gonna do. That's it. Sounds like an exciting start to the next session. Ah. I can't believe you let us spend three hours dicking around. I didn't think it was dicking around. I actually thought there was a lot more yes. stuff there than... Yeah. That was a pretty rich episode. Yeah, there was a lot of information there. <laughs> Alright, everybody, give yourself... Uh, we'll call it... Mm, 750 experience points. Yay. Cool. Wow. I can't believe you said Narasana. No. <laughs> how many? How many points do we have now? Uh, Ninety-two oh fifty. Uh, what did you guys think of the session? That was great. That was good. That was very yes. Awesome. Oh, man. Although this was the first time, I think, in recorded history that I actually had my 
battle dice ready and laid out. <laughs> Not a chance in hell of using them. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh. Well, we take, we take very quick trips to bad places in this group. Some of us are quicker than others. Yeah, some are quicker than others. I mean, Bearcast was there, though, for, like, months, right? It's true. Yeah. I don't know exactly how long. Chris can probably... You don't know, you don't know exactly how long, either. I don't know exactly how long. I mean, you definitely have several months of beard growth. I have quite the beard. <laughs> Impressive. Right. For now, yeah. <laughs> so are we all uh, good for next Sunday? Yes. I'm not sure exactly what time, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm good for next Sunday, but then after that, I'm gone for two Sundays. Well, Caitlin's gone the next Sunday, and then the Sunday after that's Memorial Day, so yeah, it's okay. It's probably... And, well, that's uh, good. Actually, next next session I think is the end of the next act, so that's a good yeah. two week pause point. Episode nine. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> what act are we in right now? Four, six. Oh fuck! <laughs> or seven? I think it's seven. Let's see here. It says on the website. Do I have it pulled up somewhere? Yes. That was really good. Yeah, really entertaining. Uh, act seven. Yeah. This will be episode fifteen. The next week will be the last one of the act. Wait, is there a set number of episodes in 